Alrighty, everyone, welcome to Drunk Valorant, episode number 14. We are once again back here to drink some drink some beers and or other alcoholic beverages and shoot the shit for a while. Uh, Chase, you want to kick us off here? Sure, yeah. Uh, I've been having way too much craft beer recently, so I decided to mellow it out a little bit. And uh, I'm going to be drinking a selection of Wise uh, alcoholic sodas today. So I'm kicking it off with a root beer. They're pretty delicious. I don't know if they're available anywhere but Canada. But um, if you do have a chance to get your hands on them, they're fucking delicious. So It's from like the Wise grocery store? No, it's like W-I-Z-E. I've never heard of a Wise oh. grocery store. Yeah, there's yeah, a there, Wise there grocery some... store? Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's spelled W-E-I-S-S. Okay. Yeah. I'm surprised you didn't see any. There's several around the D.C. Maryland area. Right, I was going to say, like, I'm I'm from the DMV, and I've never heard of that. Yeah, and they're not super. They're not super common. They're a little bit more upscale. So, like, they're like you know of Giant, right? Cass? Yeah, of course. Yeah, so they're like less common than Giant. Right. Well, I was thinking like the other like more uncommon ones I know from the DMV are like Balducci's and like Harris Teeters. Yeah, Harris Teeters is sick. They're like Whole yeah. Foods, but actually good. <laughs> They really also, but with, not Amazon. <laughs> I, yeah, I really fuck with uh, Balducci's too because their their deli is actually fucking. Uh, I have never been ass. to a Balducci's. Cass but, raves uh, about it. Sorry. I've never yeah. been to any of these aforementioned supermarkets. Right, but uh, there's a Trader Joe's like literally a 15 second walk from my house now. I've been so to that like... one. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think you've been to the one 15 seconds from my house. Probably not that one, but I've been to a Trader Joe's, so right. this well, is like, just the it, first one that you've mentioned that I've actually been to. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah, Cass, uh, what you didn't know is we specifically went to that Trader Joe's when uh, Chase was in town. Chase just so Yeah, like, this is 15 yeah, seconds from Cass's house. We yeah. have to go, and not to Cass's house. Um, <laughs> well, we were hoping to see if uh, Cass's parents were there so we could sneak back to his house and break in to find his Bitcoin hard drive. Uh, that he has sitting around apparently from years ago with valuable bitcoins on it no no not bitcoins i'm not that fucking loaded like like bitcoin yeah (laughs) which is which would still make me decently loaded but like um all right hunter what are you drinking i'm drinking something kind of exciting today and it's a little wacky i'm not gonna lie this is the volcano sauce uh sour ale um company i don't know where it is oh yeah this is by the aslin beer co which is Ah. somewhat local from alexandria virginia um it is a sour ale brewed with blackberries blueberries milk sugar and vanilla so it's supposed to take taste like an erupting volcano and uh while i've never tasted one to confirm uh i kind of think it does Hmm. it sounds fiery on the way out as it is on the way in I wouldn't know. This is the first time I ever drinking one, and I have not. Should, I have not taken, taken a crap you, you while I'm sitting drink here. Drink about yet. fifteen more of them, and then come back to me tomorrow with the answer to that. Or come back. That to might you. require me breaking into the liquor store because I only have four. So mm. that fifteen total is going to be a little hard to hit. You're going to get some bad audio for me from me in the car doing the podcast as I'm going to fulfill the mission. I don't know. I hope hope you wouldn't be in the car. You've had two sips of that. I'm assuming it's like a you know forty percent or something. So. If it's a oh, volcano, yeah. you know, <laughs> that thing oh, yeah, is, uh... is a straight spirit. <laughs> yeah, it's it's a strong 46, uh, possibly minus the 40, plus or minus, we'll say. <laughs> yeah, they, they couldn't make it overproof. That'd be too much. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Um, so I got a, a big sexy funk from uh, Strathcona. And what kind uh, of beer geez. do you have? Uh, 
I got an IPA. <laughs> okay, okay, cool. I got him. <laughs> I just asked Chase to grab some beer for me on the way home, and this is what he showed up with. Uh, it's kind wow. of like Strathcona's flagship cool. beer. It's like their big, bold, dry, hazy IPA. Um, yeah. Yeah, I know that you've been saying you've been giving Strathcona a whirl to see if they can stack up to the other local breweries. So I guess yeah, this is I, a big test. How's their flagship? Well, I mean, I've had this many times before. Like I've oh, tried most of Strathcona's. Okay. I've tried most of Strathcona's stuff. Um, I just don't like them as much as some of the other local breweries. Nothing against them. Like they're the beers are fine. They're they're quite good. It's just like I very rarely have a Strathcona, and I'm like, God damn! Like this is incredible. See, yeah, I just it, remember in the previous IPA. podcast you said. Sorry, go ahead. I didn't mean to interrupt, Chase. It's a solid IPA, you were saying? It's a solid IPA, and it's about $4 for, cheaper for a four-pack than all the other ones, so. Mm-hmm. Got it, got it. Uh, yeah, I was I was just remembering from a previous podcast that uh, you were saying the jury was still out on them, so I assumed you were, you know, just wading into the waters, but no, you're still oh, trying no, to no. make the jury, the jury was still out specifically on that, I think it was the Love Bites, um, like Sour I got from them the other week. I see. Um, which I finished, and it was a hung jury. I have been liking the new sours they've been putting out. They've come out with a couple new ones, um, and I've, I've, in general, enjoyed them. Yeah. Okay. Um, so, moving on to the topic of Valorant here. Uh, this is the episode where Hunter gets to get super excited about the new Yoru buffs that are incoming. And then after that, I get to rain on his parade. Oh, okay. Um, Couldn't have seen that one coming, eh? (laughs) Well, thankfully for myself, I packed an umbrella, so I really doubt you can seriously, uh, you know... Uh, hmm, I don't know how to say this without setting up a joke for you, but uh, (laughs) I'll say ruin my day, (laughs) considering that I have the umbrella ready. (laughs) You know, and then Chase gets to kind of be along for the ride and make some comments here or there. Yeah, yeah, that's basically my role on this podcast. Hmm. All right. So right before we begin, I'm going to take about five seconds to grab beer two. And Hunter, you want to just oh, that was it? fast. What the fuck? Are you okay? I might say you could have done that before the podcast started, but you know, uh, no, no, that's against the rules. <laughs> huh? Uh, what did just you say? Take us away. What are you, what are your opinions oh, on the Oru Bops? Uh, unless okay. you want to talk about something else, I just kind of figured this would be what you want to go off oh, of. Oh, that's here. that's perfect. Yeah, I'm not used to you turning over the floor to me so readily, but I will gladly accept it. Um, okay, so let me do a quick summary of the Yoru buffs um, for those who haven't been following it. So the one ability of Yoru's that is uh, completely unchanged mechanically is the Flash. That being said, they did change the way the visual effects work for it a little bit. Um, that was tested in the PBE, and I think it's live now. Um, that being said, I haven't played much for Yoru at all lately, because even though I, I love him dearly, um, I've been frustrated with his lack of power, uh, and the times that, you know, I get roasted for not making a good play. That especially with this group, when I was picking Yoru, I really felt pressure to succeed because my choice would be roasted from the get-go, and so it kind of got to be too much. So I haven't been playing Yoru can't confirm, but anyway, this is a long tangent to say that the Flash is changed visually, but in no other way. The Teleport, his E ability, um, is confirmed to now have a uh, fake uh, fake out option. So essentially, 
the way it works is you can press F on your or like looking at your orb, like anything else you would activate remotely, like a Killjoy Nano or a Cipher Cage, and then the the orb will be consumed and it will make the sound as if you're teleporting there and display uh, the visual as well of the the gate opening. Um, but you will not be coming out of the gate. Uh, you will be perfectly stationary where you are. And one thing they showed to make it not too confusing for the other team is that for a certain amount of time after you use the fake teleport, there'll be like a little blue puddle or blue for your team, red for the other team, where the fake teleport happened. So that if someone can peek the area where it happened, they can be like, okay, he's not actually there. Um, so that's the biggest change to the teleport. Um, also, it moves a little bit faster. And then um, one thing that is speculation that has not been confirmed because they've talked about their design philosophy and they didn't mention this one way or the other. People noticed that uh, instead of the way yours teleport currently recharges, which is one charge of the teleport that recharges over time which is weird because he's a duelist and he's the only duelist that doesn't recharge his E off of kills. People noticed that in the video, one of the videos they posted showing how his new teleport worked, he had two teleport charges and they had the icon for recharging every two kills, like every other duelist. So they haven't actually talked about that yet. And it's possible they were just, you know, screwing around with that as a possibility. So we can't get too excited about that yet, but I think that would be sick if you get two charges off the start and then you get a charge back every two kills, I think that would be a perfect, um, a perfect way to do it. Um, so that's pretty hype. Uh, and then the, uh, ultimate, uh, well, okay. First is the, the, uh, fake out. Uh, I think it was previously called fake out. Now they're calling the fake TP fake out. And the, what was, what was the, uh, what he would call these fake footsteps. um, he used to say decoy before when he placed them down, and now his new ability is just called the decoy, at least in slang, uh, in, with, with the developers talking about it. And it's a full-on copy of Yoru, looks exactly like Yoru, um, and it walks forward until an enemy shoots it. Um, and when an enemy shoots it, it uh, stops, looks at the enemy, and projects a conal flash in the enemy's direction. So... Basically, it's guaranteed to flash the person who shot it unless they very quickly move aside. And because of the cone of the flash, it could flash other people as well if they're within that cone. Um, you get one charge of that instead of the two for the fake footsteps, which is a big bummer because, you know, having both sets of fake footsteps absolutely allowed me to clutch many rounds. So I'm not sure how it's going to be just having the one decoy. <laughs> just kidding. Obviously, that's great. Uh, and then finally is his ult, which now there's a there's a nerf and then a really big buff to it, and then some really big buffs. Well, really two nerfs and then big buffs. So the two nerfs are for one, going in and coming out of the teleport uh, now takes longer. So it takes longer to equip your gun after you come out of the. I think I said teleport in there somewhere by accident. What a man is ult. Okay, so when you're going into your ult. Uh, current Yoru, as soon as you press the button to initiate the ult, you have iframes. Uh, now you're going to have to actually fully like put the mask on to get those iframes. So you don't get immediately immediate iframes when you cast your ult. And when, when you're coming out of your ult, 
re-equipping your gun takes a little bit longer. So they said they specifically want to cut down on the relatively cheesy strat of just getting up close to people and shortying them real quick. So that's going to be a bit harder to do. The other nerf is that um, enemies can now hear you in your ult, whereas before, uh, sorry, they can hear your footsteps in your ult, whereas previously they could not. However, both of those things, are, nerfs, are made up for with uh, massive buffs. First of all, you can no longer, there are three. First of all, uh, enemies can no longer see you at any point in your ult until you're coming out of it. So no more, oh, I have to like tiptoe around this range where they can see me because if I get too close, they'll know I'm there. No, you can be right behind someone's back and they cannot see you. I'm sure that there's still that like watery, bubbly effect around them where they know you're around, but they can't just like be like, oh, there's Yoru. Uh, secondly, you no longer are nearsighted, so you can see infinitely. So worst case scenario, I don't think this is necessarily going to be the best way to use the... Uh, uh, the ult every time, you can put your teleport in a safe place and become a human sofa drone. <laughs> you can just cruise <laughs> into a site, check it everything out, and then pop back to your TP. Is that the strongest use of it? Maybe not, but you know, we, we, we discussed last podcast how the sofa drone is really good. Like that in itself actually is uh, kind of viable now. And then the final thing, which is probably the biggest thing of them all, you can now cast all of your abilities all of them in this case, meaning your uh, decoy and flash, in addition to using your teleport uh, to go to it like you already could, and also casting your teleport, that's new, uh, when you're in your ult. So now you can, you know, get behind enemies, and then if they they're, if you see them suspecting they're there, or if you want to flash, like, for your team to get into sight to join you, or for yourself, now you can do that. Um, you can also be in your ult and be like, uh-oh, this is a worse situation than I expected. Send your TP out and then uh, get to it to get a little bit more distance before your ult ends. And uh, yeah, I don't know. I haven't yet really thought about the best, how reliable it will be or useful to use the decoy in your ult, but I'm sure there are some cool things that can be thought up. So I feel like I just talked for a while explaining that in detail because I care about it. So um I almost kind of want to turn over the floor now, even though I have a lot of thoughts to hear uh, Chas uh, <laughs> combine your names, uh, Chase and Cass, what you guys think hearing about the uh, Yoru buffs, or if there's anything that you heard different from well, what I said. Okay, well, real quick, uh, you forgot to mention that your alt doesn't last as long anymore. Oh, it doesn't. I didn't know that. Well, okay. here's here's the thing, Cass. I they said that in a sentence, but that they said because of your. They said they want to cut down on Yoru's just hanging out by people in their ult. And they said the ult not lasting as long should help with that. But the way they said that, I think to me what they mean is that because of the uh, cast time not giving you iframes and because of the increased equip, I think that's what they're referring to as the decreased ult time. Because that is going to significantly decrease your ult because it's not a very long ult as it is. I, um, I just the way it was used in the sentence, it didn't sound like they were announcing that the alt was shortened. But I could be wrong. Wording, we'll the wording of it, to me, screams that you're just not going to be invulnerable for as long as you currently can be. Well, that's, well, I thought that's that, true. But then that's I saw what he the... said. You're not invulnerable for as long because you have yeah. increased yeah, yeah, okay, vulnerability no, at the start that. of the end. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I understand that, but I'm, I'm also assuming that like when you actually enter it and you put your mask on, and there's that little bar on your screen that like shows you how long yeah, you yeah. can remain in this for. I... Like, I, I, I definitely think that that amount of time is going down. Well, I, I looked at like the, one of the videos the they showed explaining the ult, and 
I didn't pull it up side by side with a video of myself ulting to really see the watching the bar go down and watching how much time they had in the ult. It didn't stand out to me as like, wow, that's a lot shorter. So like, we'll, I guess we'll TBD on that. Shorter, one. But I, I, I do think it is going to be at least a bit shorter. We'll see. Um, we'll see. Okay. Okay. I feel and like we also, should put a pin in that. Sure. Uh, we can come back to that once we actually know more information about it. Um, but the other thing I was going to say is, you know how you're like right at the end, you said, I don't know how viable it'll be to like send your decoy out while you're in your alt. Mm-hmm. Uh, I would kind of assume despite audio cues that there'd be literally no point to that. Okay. Here's, here's the, uh, here's the point. Okay. Here's the, the, the outplay I was thinking of in my mind. Okay. okay so coming out of your ult is kind of loud, right? Yeah. Yes. So you'd have to be in a, Hmm. Okay, you'd have to be in a far enough place. But basically, what you could do is have your... I'm assuming that your decoy works the same way that it the footsteps used to, where you could place it on the ground and then set it, send it at a time. Is that is that uh, true? Or is I that a I, bad I, assumption? It, is it an I'm immediate sure. cast? I, I actually don't remember. I don't remember know, because they didn't I know. show... Like, they didn't show any... Or, like, a ton of the UI on how it's placed they just showed videos of it being placed and every video i've seen kind of just seems like you hit it and the decoy goes so i don't know if you're going to be able to like put it on the ground and then activate it later um i don't see why you wouldn't be able to but does none of the ui gave confirmation on that yeah i I don't think that it would really i don't know it's tough because in the videos they could have just you know double tapped it to make it go immediately yeah um yeah and they could they could have also just uh uh, well, just to be clear, before Chase, the it, way it, with footsteps, right it's left or right. Yeah, exactly. Okay. You, you don't have to double tap it. If you yeah. left click it, it would just go. I've literally never played Yoru. So actually, that's, yeah, that's a lie. I played Yoru yeah. once and on split and I died a billion times. Oh, I, I played Yoru yeah. one game and got an ace with him. Editor's note, we had a problem with our recording bot here, so we had to cut out real quick and resume. Okay, so, uh, so as I was saying, I have also played Yoru once and I got an ace with Yoru using literally zero of his abilities. <laughs> yeah, okay. That, that yeah, you, so you could have been playing it. any other character. Yeah. Okay. Literally, I just bought an op and I held down C long and they all pushed me. You can do that with Chamber too. That's actually one of your abilities. Yeah. Well, actually, it'd be, <laughs> it might have actually been harder as Chamber because I probably would have fucked off after the first kill or two. But as Yoru, I was kind of stuck there. Because Yoru doesn't have like a teleport to get so you're out saying he's, or anything. He's better. Maybe. Well, also, scenario. yeah, you fuck. You can't go anywhere with your. Yeah, exactly. Definitely. I can't out of the situation. So, like, what's the? Yeah, uh, yeah, might as well definitely. Stand not. my ground and take the fight. Okay. Um, so the entire point of this was the outplay I was thinking of was if you were to yeah. put your teleport in a location as well as your, um, your decoy, while you were in your ult, you could activate your fake teleport, and then activate your decoy Ooh, that's kind of rad and so that it looks like you have teleported out of your ult and have now like pushed an angle and then as that's happening you can uh actually come out of your ult behind somebody or something like that like on a completely different angle that's super cool especially if you did that all together uh like yeah, yeah, that would be really sick. Now, that is a fuck ton of utility for what is yeah, probably say, a single that's kill. But realistically, the way you would use it is, you know, to take a site. 
So if you get a single kill, but now you have the sight for free, I mean, that's that's worth the expenditure of an ult. Yeah, and you have to make sure not to flash yourself. Yeah, that is, this is true. Yeah. Wait, that's something that I didn't consider. If I throw the flash in the ult, yeah. can I be flashed while I'm of in course. your result? Yeah, I, I, I will say. Because previously, I, you didn't get flashed, right? No, you absolutely got flashed. People yeah, if somebody flash flashed you, you yes. yeah. Okay, I didn't know that. I guess I just don't play any Yoru. Um, yeah, and I, w- I will also say, even though sometimes I do flash myself playing Yoru, Yoru is one of the easiest characters, probably besides Phoenix, to not flash yourself with, just because with the bounce of it, it's pretty obvious for you to see where your flash is popping. So I don't really think that's going to be a big problem. I've seen way too many Phoenixes flash the shit out of themselves all the time. Yeah. <laughs> well, okay, I, I guess the, th- the thing is with Phoenix is I feel like the reason why Phoenixes flash themselves is because a lot of people when they're new to the game pick Phoenix. Uh, and that, and then they are not good with his flashes. I mean, that was me when I started playing. And Cass. But like, yeah. yeah, but also, like, if you're well, in like, gold and you're new to the game, I mean, you must have been really fucking good. I don't think yeah. I don't think gold players are flashing themselves as Phoenix very often. Well, I don't think gold players are very often playing Phoenix, but like okay, either way, that's my point. That's my, saying, my point is if you any, understand any how to use that, Phoenix flashes. Any game I'm in, I feel like I watch Phoenixes flash themselves. And Boof plays Phoenix a decent amount, and he's he's in plat right now. I think we play with him, and I feel like he flashes the shit out of himself a lot. Okay, like, all I guess, of this okay, is... I guess my whole point is Phoenix's flash is super predictable. It goes around the mm. corner and it pops. Whereas, like, KO, very easy to pop flash yourself when you're trying to pop flash around a corner and you don't quite mm-hmm. get it far enough. Or Sky, uh, theoretically, you should be able to guide the bird, but maybe you think it's just past a corner and then it's not because you're trying to surprise someone. Pretty easy to accidentally screw that up and flash yourself. Um, yeah, I, I guess Breach is pretty tough as well. Either way, pretty hard is, to flash I, yourself as Breach. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, say, I don't think I've ever seen Arena flash themselves. <laughs> oh, okay, okay. Sorry, off cast. Yeah. The whole point is, <laughs> I don't think that's going to be a problem. Not worrying about flashing yourself in the Yoru ult. No, no. So all of this was is is a moot point because I wasn't even talking about the Yoru flash. I was talking about the flash from his uh, decoy. From his decoy. Of if you are in an ult yeah. behind him while you while they shoot your decoy, you will also be flashed by your own decoy. Yeah, and that's where I don't. I would love to see how long the cone is of the flash, um, because they show a cone in the video, but it's a fairly medium to short range cone in the video. So I'm curious what the range on it is. If it adjusts the range based on who shoots the Yoru, I assume or what. the range is rather infinite. I mean, it's a flash. Like well, there I'm are thinking... flashes with distance caps. Well, yeah. it's interesting Maybe that not. in the video they emphasize it flashes yeah. in a cone. It doesn't just say his head becomes a flash. No, 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 no it, the, the cone is cone, angle-wise. I feel like yeah, it might be I think it's infinite distance. That could be. Distance-wise. Because, for that, that example, be. as, as Omen, I could flash you literally all the way across Breeze if I could manage a way to do that. Sorry, not Omen. Fucking KO. Absolutely not Omen, actually. No, yeah. no, Omen, Omen was the wrong name. I'm saying if I if I KO flash you from like literally any like you can be the full length of the map away, but so long as there's a line of sight, like you'll get flashed. Really? I haven't I haven't tested it, but I would say yes, you're yes. probably right. Yeah. And, and say, same same with same with Breach or Sky. Yeah, right? we could probably so... just yeet a KO flash and, and, your... and have someone in spawn just look at it. Well, Yoru's has to bounce off something. Yeah, you could bounce it off the ground. 
Yeah, but then yeah. it doesn't go very high. Why does that matter? We're talking Why about does length. That matter? Yeah. Well, because I was saying, okay, specifically like taking Breeze as the map, I was going to say as KO from one spawn, you just like fuck it straight up in the air and have somebody in the other spawn just kind of generally looking up. I don't know if it would go high enough. But Yeah, whereas like, well, Hunter, have you actually tested this out? If I'm Yoru and I just fucking throw a flash like straight up. It eventually happens. expires. It doesn't pop. Ah, okay. Yeah, okay. Okay, it has uh, to hit a wall. Happens. Yes, it has to hit something. And it eventually expires if you just eat it into the sky. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I, you know what would be interesting and I would like to test? I wonder if there's an angle that's long enough on Breeze where if you if you just yeet the flash, like it can be on a trajectory to hit the ground and expire before it hits. I've never, ever had that problem, but I haven't played a lot of Yoru on Breeze. How, so how like long it. is that expiration time? Because It's pretty long. But could like I said, you I'm like bounce it, it off? like one of those things that goes over the ceiling like you know how like breeze a site has like a bunch of beams across it and fracture has a bunch of stuff on it you Um, probably could Uh, i would i I would be surprised if it wouldn't make it to those yeah so you if you could probably like even on on most things you could throw it up at a wall and it's gonna bounce off the wall and just up yeah 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 i mean if someone is is playing um you know if someone's playing bridge or under bridge you could just on breeze, and we're talking about uh, a site here. You could just throw it at like you know the closable door, and because of the bounce, it's going to bounce off far enough that it's going to fully flash anyone playing bridge or under bridge. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, it's it's pretty easy to get a Yoru flash to where you want it to be, which is nice. Okay, so when we're talking about things uh, that are that are new with the agent rework, uh, I think we should start with the with the teleport. Mm-hmm. Um. Cass, do you have any comments on the I, new version of the teleport? Quick, I got a quick question regarding if any of you guys saw the UI stuff on it. Um, can you still just put the teleport like on the ground and be like, "Cool, I'm coming back." Uh, I here's the thing: they didn't mention anything about that, and I'd be shocked if they removed it. Um, you can do that I, now. I thought you had to be into a corner. No, 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 you no, can, no. You can, you can left click like, to go forward or right click to plop it down. Yeah. Uh, there's so like much about Yoru, I have no uh, Yeah, okay, so yeah. to answer your question, though, Cass, I'm pretty sure, if I remember correctly, that the fake ability for the teleport orb is pressing F on it, which implies to me that... Um, yeah, no, never mind. That, that, that it works. Uh, I'd say that, that it yeah, works I was going to say same. that you'd use right-click otherwise, but that's yeah. not true at all okay, because that'd be the, the reason that I think yeah. the fake will actually be more useful than you just chucking it into sight like they showed in the uh, the videos and stuff and then TPing out of there is you put your TP in a safe spot. You kind of get yourself into like a little corner, um, but like the enemy knows you're there, and then you fake your TP to give the audio of you leaving. And then you swing them. Yeah, but the thing is, now they know that you could be in either. Yeah. Right. So it's it's possible. Like, yes, that that's the entire point of this fake teleport is to say, okay, well, now I don't know that they've gone back. Right. They could be in either position. Mm-hmm. Which I think, okay. obviously, like the fake is a is a huge buff to this ability because Massive. it adds. Yeah at least double the amount of possibilities to do with things, right? I know I know that beforehand, and, like, I showed a couple to Hunter, there were ways you could fake TP as Yoru pre this buff. Uh, yes, <clears throat> but they were, uh... It was, they were incredibly situational, and you needed yeah, to find yeah. specific spots on the map 
the one you sent your TP to, um, it wouldn't allow you to teleport there due to geometry. Right. Is It'd that like, oh, is okay. that like bug abuse? It's definitely it's definitely a bug thing. It's it's not intended behavior. Okay. Well, it's it's intended behavior in the fact that they coded that in specifically so that you couldn't accidentally TP out of the map. Well, right, but it's a bug that your your teleport just makes the noise without you going there. Like that is that is clearly not. Like, I understand you should, you what Cass is saying. It might to, not be. That, I'm pretty that's sure kind that of a it's a bug area. because it should it should just not let you right click to put your teleport down there. Because the thing is, all of those spots are involving right clicking the teleporter. None of those are spots where you roll your TP into the no, into position. Couple, all uh, of them are. Well, oh yeah. Um, then yeah, yeah so you're right. It, you shouldn't yeah. be able to drop it. Right, you just shouldn't be able to drop it there. Well, okay. Also, along those lines, it's something that it seems like they've kind of a non sequitur. But, like, they've done it with Chamber, where often I can't put my TP places. Like, it'll just show up as, like, the red icon instead of the icon that, like, the green one yeah. or whatever that lets me place it. And, like, I swear to God, on, on Fracture, fucking half of the goddamn map, there's a piece of moss in the fucking corner, and I can't set my TP there. That's frustrating. Like, yeah, it's actually one of the most frustrating fucking things in the world when I'm trying to run up and drop my TP somewhere. And then, literally, it just doesn't fucking let me due to, like just i don't know some uneven shit on the ground like i don't know i that's just me ranting about it but like i think that shit needs to get fixed i don't think yoru has that problem because his is floating on the ground yeah and like his kind of rolls in positions and stuff but no i just like us talking about where or where not his tp should or should not be able to go just reminded me of that and how fucking frustrated i get whenever i'm playing chamber on fracture yeah. Okay. So yeah, we... I was trying to oh. go. Uh, go ahead. Go ahead, uh, Chase. Well, is yours about Cass's thing or also about it, your? It is about Cass's. Thing. Yeah. Then you go ahead because I was going to pivot back. Yeah. Um. It's unfortunate that I can't actually find this. Uh. I. I didn't. I didn't see it in the last two patch notes that I pulled up real quick. It may have been in the PBE. Uh. That was just over this past weekend. I think it was actually. Uh, they actually are working on that, Cass, on placing certain things involving teleporting. Because I saw a post on Reddit about this, which is saying that um, right around the time that Astra came out, um, everyone assumed, rightly, that Omen was falling out of the meta due to Astra being better at most things. <clears throat> but another thing that also hurt Omen during that time is his TP started experiencing the issues you're My mentioning in the chamber, where it became very unreliable to place in certain spots where you feel like you should be able to go. Yeah. And the reason for that is because they had an influx of people finding ways to teleport past the spawn barriers before the round started with Omen. Mm-hmm. And so basically they really tightened like their game logic for what you're allowed and not allowed to do. And I'm pretty sure it was in the most recent PBE this past weekend where they said they're trying to basically open up the system again to be less restrictive for everyone who involves who who needs like placeable items or placeable like wayfinders which is they said specifically is for omen but should help chamber as well they called okay. him out so hopefully right. that will be fixed soon we'll see uh what if that's just the omen buff omen's allowed to tp past spawn barriers <laughs> yeah. makes him an insta lock in every team cop <laughs> can i have your skin yo who has prime vandal <laughs> and you guys yeah, got obskin 
Yeah, or maybe Omen is invisible and can't do any damage until the round starts, but he hears the other team's comms in game chat <laughs> and can just like, set up behind them, but then when the round starts, it disappears. See, that <laughs> would be... Allows you to change teams. <laughs> like, if you're down, like, 11 to 2, you just pop Omen all and be like, you know what, guys, I'm, I'm out. I'm out. Just it... join the other team, 6v4. They get two yeah. orbs, actually, if you at the start of every round if you do that. <laughs> or, or the opposite can be, you know, you're up 11-2. You're like, hey, let's make this interesting. <laughs> you put your team in a 6v4. <laughs> see if they can still finish the game. <laughs> Just to be the ultimate troll. Oh. Yeah. Riot, please listen. We're, we're spitting facts over here. But Chase wanted to proceed from Omen back yeah, yeah, okay. to so we're, we're Okay, yeah. But, so back to Yoru's uh, teleport a little bit. So we knew for a while that the fake teleport was going to be an option. Yeah. Um, the kind of new information is this little puddle, as Hunter described it on the ground, or the, like, spray, basically, um, which yeah. appears after you use a fake teleport. And I think that that is, it's actually, it's kind of, it's kind of tough for me to decide whether I like this change or not, or this addition, because I think it's obviously a nerf to Yoru. Yeah. I don't know if you call it a nerf, but it, it's a detriment to him to have it there mm -hmm. instead of um, it just, just not it being not there. being there. Yeah. Because then if someone peeks an angle where they thought that you teleported to, they can tell that you didn't teleport there and you didn't just hide behind a box or something and mm -hmm. they don't see you. Um, yeah. So I think it'll make him significantly, it'll make that fake teleport significantly better to play against um, because you do have the option of, like jiggle peeking that angle and not and and seeing that spray on the ground and being like oh he didn't teleport out right he's still where he was uh and yeah so it's it's kind of I, i'm feeling both sides right now of we're trying to make yoru better and does yeah. this do too much or is it is it good that it's there is does it not really make a difference because if you're peaking that angle, then that still means you're not peaking where he is. Mm -hmm. Yeah, my my gut feeling on it is I, I don't feel like it's going to be a problem for your remains, um, having to deal with the fact that the puddle is there because ideally when when you're, if you're sending your, if you're using the strategy that Cass described earlier where you're you know, getting to a corner and then pretending to TP out, then the puddle really doesn't matter because your place where you're TPing out to is going to be probably a safe location because you want to leave the option for yourself to actually TP out if the situation calls for it. So you don't want to put it in some dumb spot. Um, and then if you're teleporting, so in that case, it doesn't matter. Wait, hold on, Hunter, it, before you continue, yeah. isn't that kind of Yoru's MO, putting the teleport in a dumb spot? No, no, okay, what, what I mean by a dumb spot is, I mean, okay, aggressive dumb spots are cool. But, like, what I'm saying is if you want to fake the TP out... Like if that's your if that's your plan, then you also want to leave the option for you to TP no, no, out. Sorry, Hunter, I, I I wasn't being serious. I was just shitting on yours. Oh, okay, okay. I, I see. Sorry. I see what you're saying. Yeah. No, I, but I, I, I see what you're saying, saying, Hunter. That yeah, if if you're gonna put it down, you might as well give yourself both options, right? Yeah. You're, you're gonna want. Yeah. You're not gonna want to put it down specifically for a TP. That would be a stupid place to actually, or like yeah. to, to actually TP too, right? Yeah, I feel yeah, like that'd just be limiting if you were to do that. Like, why why limit yourself? 
so yes, I totally agree with both of mm-hmm. you. And then the other side of the coin on continuing on the same thing is that if you're faking an aggressive TP, ideally, what you what what I'm imagining I'm going to do is to put the TP in a place where I expect no enemies will have line of sight on it, or um, I flash along with it, like I'm actually flash TPing okay. in. Um, and the reason for that is is pretty obvious, which is that like you wouldn't normally do a TP where you're just naked TPing to where an enemy could see you. So, you know, <laughs> if if you do that, like, then, you know, you're going to get killed. And if that's the case, then the enemy will, uh, you know, the enemy is going to be looking at your fake <laughs> TP anyway. And so it doesn't matter if there's the pool or not. The only thing that affects it is the enemy can then, like, peek it later. But are they going to want to do that when you might actually be there? So, like, I feel like it still throws enough uncertainty into the mix for the enemy team that I don't feel like the pool there is going to make it, like, reduce its quality too much. Right. And if you're putting it in a place where you're TPing back to cover, then it's you're likely putting it in yeah. a place that's hard to peek anyway because it should be right. hard to peek. <laughs> yes. Because yes. that, that's exactly. what the definition of safe yeah. is. Right? Right. Um. Yeah. Uh. I don't know I again, and this is kind of my whole ar- overarching opinion on it. This his entire kit just seems a bit gimmicky, which like there's nothing wrong with. Like I, I've got nothing against that. There are like jet double updrafts with knives, like those are a gimmick. Um, but they they can still be really good. Like I, Chamber I'm Headhunter, to... also the biggest gimmick of them all. What is Chamber Headhunter? <laughs> you have a shot with only a couple bullets yeah. <laughs> of a pistol. <laughs> Um, yeah. Like I'm not saying there's anything inherently wrong with like gimmicks, um, just that or like yeah, like the Sova Odin spam on on ascent, like it, it's a gimmick, but like it can work. Uh, like I'm not saying there's anything inherently wrong with it. It just seems like Yoru's entire kit is just kind of gimmicky. Um, and I think like the fact that he can like you know he can fake his TP or actually go through with it, like it. I don't know. Like, I, I, I guess we'll see how it actually plays out once it's in game. But I just feel like, again, it's just like you're just kind of rolling the die on it. Well, Cass, I feel like you're jumping ahead to your reigning on the parade segment when we're not done discussing the abilities. Because I have thoughts to respond to this, talking about Yoru's role in the meta yeah. or in the game. But I feel like we haven't come. Okay, all right, all right. We can, we can get back to that then. Yeah. Um, okay, so, so guess- move on to decoy. Yeah, I was gonna yeah. say we should move on to the decoy because I, I think that's the most interesting change. Um, oh, absolutely! Yeah. I, mean, I, I don't think change, I don't think now, you're uh, alone in that opinion. Let me let me preface this <laughs> by take. saying I think it's gonna be uh, okay. Uh, there's a word here that isn't coming to my head right now. Maybe one of you guys will know what this word is, but like I think it's gonna be better in one scenario than it is in other like the overarching other scenarios, namely being against offers. I think his TP is going to be a lot, or I think his decoy, I mean, is going to be a lot stronger against ops than it is going to be against just other people. Um, because typically if I'm holding an angle with an op, as soon as I see movement, I'm fucking flicking to it and I'm pulling the trigger. Um, be it like, Oh, there's a Sova drone. I'm going to shoot that shit. Uh, or like whatever it is. As soon as I see movement, I'm flicking to it and I'm shooting it. Um, and so I think that his alt is going to be actually decently strong in forcing offers off angle. His decoy, you mean, right? Just to be yeah, clear. Yeah, sorry, sorry. 
yeah. I keep saying TP, I, I, I mean decoy throughout this entire Yeah, you said alt there, but I understood oh, decoy. No. <laughs> I meant to say that for the listeners. God, and I said TP yeah. the first time too? Fuck me. Okay. <laughs> You're good. Um, I'm talking about decoy the entire time here. Yep. Uh, I, like, I think it's – oh, disproportionately. That's the word I was looking for. I think it's going to be disproportionately strong against offers than it is against other people because I feel like more often than not – and I'm going to assume you're on defense here um, – if you're if the attacking Yoru sends out a decoy, chances are you're playing an angle that you can jiggle peek to behind cover. And so one of two things is gonna happen. Either I see this bot walking straight forward looking at nothing, clearing zero angles, and I'm like, okay, that's Yoru's bot or that's Yoru's decoy, I'm just not gonna shoot it. Or I shoot it, I jiggle behind cover, the flash goes off in the cone, I'm not flashed, I repeat. Whereas with the op, you've at least forced the op to take the shot and then have to go behind cover, and then it's hard to just try peek into that with an op. Um, yeah, so, or flash the op off the angle. It's kind of a, a twofer there because you bait out yeah, a shot exactly. and flash them off the angle. You bait out a shot yeah. and you flash them off the angle. So like, I think it's going to be disproportionately strong against oppers. I don't know how good it's going to be against uh, just general defenders who have rifles. Um, now, that being said, Every single time for about the first week that this Yoru buff is live, I will shoot that decoy. Yeah. Because I'm not going yeah. to be in someone's fucking YouTube clip. No, TikTok. No no TikTok or, cast. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. No one's going to fucking yeah. Yoru walk past me and then actually be the player. Yeah, this is exactly week, what I was thinking of. <laughs> for the first week, I'm shooting every single Yoru decoy. And then after that, then I'll probably take my chances with them not having the balls to just walk past me. But for the I don't know, but have you at that point been conditioned line. not to? <laughs> and that's when the clips are going to come out. Okay, the clips are going to come out immediately. But, like, I feel like people are going to shoot it as like in the first couple of weeks. In the first couple of weeks it's live, people are going to shoot it because they're not conditioned to think that that's not a person at that point. But then eventually someone's going to pull out their classic and fucking walk forward. Okay, all right. People are talking about the classic. I feel like the Yoru decoy just holds whatever gun you have. I, it fucking better because, it, because if it's the classic, yeah. it's way too obvious. Because, uh, yeah, like it just, yeah. I think they only in the video that they showed and I saw people talking about this on Reddit and I'm like, that's a dumb take because the Yoru just only had a classic. Yeah, but they why? Why did they make the Yoru only have a classic? Nobody holds just, just a classic. But they're just showing off the ability. They just like spawned into the into like some custom game and just did that. But that's important information to have. A gun. I like. I feel like the decoy is just gonna have whatever gun you're. Does it have your skins? I would assume so. What if I picked up a skin of another person? Do you do you see the do you see the fact that the enemy team has skins? Of course. yeah. Yeah. Yeah, the the key difference is you don't hear the sk- the audio, the it's different sound effects of the skins. So, like, mm. if I have a Reaver Vandal and you're on the other team, you see that I have a Reaver Vandal, but it sounds like a default Vandal to you, regardless of what it sounds like to me. But yeah, of I, course you see what their skins are, because yeah. they drop on the ground afterwards. Yeah, but I, 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 I was wondering whether it was just, like, the matte black edition until you killed them and then the gun was on the ground. No. Yes, I don't know how you've never that. noticed this in I, all of your Valorant. <laughs> I, I <laughs> you don't see pay attention that. to it, I guess. I'm, I don't know. You don't have any skins that, like, an enemy peeks you, you see them using the skin, and you're like, oh, I hope I can kill them so I can get that skin? Like, that's oh, never no, happened enemies, to you? 
if enemies peek me, they're dead within like three frames. Mm. Uh, oh, oh, I have some clips I would say otherwise, yeah. but. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> wait, but yeah, yeah, wait, I'm did you did you think that you could see out. your teammate skins but not your enemies skins because you're you're you can see all your teammate skins? Well, I, to be, I just to, don't pay okay, attention to that shit. I'm not looking to, at my teammates' guns. Well, everybody fair, else is being like, "Oh, that's a sick phantom. Let me get that." Yeah, like, it, like, okay, but if I'm playing with you guys, I know what skins you guys have, and I'll be like, "Ooh, Hunter, let me get one of them, uh, those like protocol bulldogs," um, yeah. or like, "Ooh, Chase, can I get your like glitch pop phantom?" Or I just kind of have really good skins for most of my weapons when I'm playing on my main, so I'm not really concerned about that. Well, cast trivia question for you. I'm curious if you know this. So okay. we we already we already discussed the fact that the enemy on the enemies on the other team how they hear your skin. Mm-hmm. So if I have a reaver vandal, the other the other team hears it as a default vandal. Yeah. Uh, can you hear the sound effects from my skin if you're my teammate while I'm, when I'm firing? When I'm watching your perspective. No, no, no. When I'm you're dead. alive as well. If I'm fire, oh. if I'm shooting next to you, are you hearing default or are you hearing my skin effects? I'm gonna assume default. That is correct. It is default. Okay. I was hoping you'd get it wrong, but yes, yes. Yeah. Oh, you, you the, only the only reason I was thinking own. something else was because of the way you phrased the question. Yeah, because right? I knew no, that it was default for enemy, but then I was yeah, like, I tried, why I tried, is this even a question right now? I, I mean, Cass was saying he didn't know the enemy had skins that you could see, so I was hoping Cass would get this one wrong, but no, he, he got it right, unfortunately. I'm saying I won't be surprised if the Yorger just has a classic. <laughs> That would I, suck. I think that'd um, be stupid. And it looks so dumb to just not to just walk straight without looking anywhere. Like yeah, the fact that the fact that the Yoru doesn't or like that your decoy doesn't like clear angles, even if it just kind of rotated back and forth a little bit, like that'd be okay. But like, okay, like, so here's where I think that it's going to be very useful. It's going to be useful in chaotic moments. You can't just use this as the first thing into sight uh, by itself. Yeah. Right? Because then people are going to be like, that's a fucking decoy. Right? It just ran into a wall and stayed there. Like, <laughs> um, oh, yeah. What happens when it hits walls? Do we know? They didn't show that. They didn't video. show that. But I would assume that it just stays at the wall. Huh. Like, it probably just like- faces the wall and stays there. Dude, I'm gonna I'm gonna play Yoru for a game and intentionally just walk into a wall and stare at the wall until I hear somebody yeah. pass me. Yeah. <laughs> well, but eventually it expires, right? Yeah, so if you're there for a little bit too long, you're you're kind of <laughs> fucked. <laughs> but okay, the the place where this is very useful is say you're executing a, a four man push onto site, but really it's a three man push saying onto four site. Man, because I'm working. Oh, okay. Um, no, okay, you answered my question. Yeah, yeah. No, but really, it's a you, three-man you push You and our team's site. Reyna are lurking, is what's yeah. happening. You're playing Chamber and yeah. Reyna, you are lurking. And it's a three-man push, looking like a four, because of the decoy, like Chase yeah. is saying. Yeah, got it, yeah. Got so it. they're, the, they're just the, the first and one. And take B-site while you guys are pushing A, and we plant the spike. And then and you then guys both die before we can get there. And then you guys are fucked, because you're on the other side. Yes. Yep, yep, mm-hmm. predictable. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so... You have the the Yoru decoy go into sight slightly ahead of a couple other people. No, no, no. I think you have, like, a jet dash onto sight. And then the Yoru And then, like, maybe you as Brim, like, walking in all gun-ho. And then the Yoru decoy comes. No, because Because I'm going to die as Brim. 
Okay, yeah. so then, well, yeah, okay, so you have the, the jet dash on, and no, then the Yoru. The Yoru has to be the first vulner- like vulnerable person on. No, no, no. Yeah, you have the jet dash on. You have you drop all your shit with your your iPad stuff, and like you fucking chuck a molly into heaven or whatever. And now you're out of utility because your stim beacons are fucking worthless. So now you can just W key onto site and die. Um, and then the Yoru decoy comes on, and somebody's likely to shoot that Yoru decoy now. Because it's like, okay, they're actually executing. Let me shoot this guy. And then if you're ahead of the Yoru decoy, you're not getting flashed. Because the flash is going off behind you. No, but if you're ahead of the Yoru decoy, why wouldn't they shoot you first? That's what I'm saying is that the the jet might smoke and dash. So somebody's on, then it's an execute, right? Okay. The Yoru decoy comes on next out of a smoke, like it pushes a smoke or something. Right. Mm-hmm. Someone shoots that. They're like, oh, fuck, they're coming in here. We hear a ton of footsteps. The jet dashed on. Shoot the Yoru. They get flashed and, and you've timed it so that the next two people are walking out of that smoke. As the other yeah, team could, is getting flashed. That, that could go. I, I definitely think there's some value in having somebody ahead of the Yoru because if that does get shot and that flash does go off, you don't you're ahead of the flash. You don't have nice. to be. It's a cone, Cass. You no, can I know, be I know. looking at it directly From behind, the back. and I, you I don't understand. get flashed. They get flashed, you don't. I understand that. So you can be directly in- behind okay. it, and you're not all, getting all flashed. All I'm saying is, it'd be kind of nice to have like a stagger, where you got like one guy ahead, Yoru decoy, one guy behind, but neither of those pe- two people are getting flashed. I think it's nice to have that spread instead of this flash goes out, and then two people then peek. From like the main entrance, because I just, then it's like then it's just super obvious where you're coming from. Even if one person got flashed off the angle, maybe somebody was playing anti-flash. Like maybe somebody jiggled behind the box and dodged it. Because at least in the video I saw, it looks really easy to dodge. Yeah, and it takes a second because right because it one, looks at you. You know, you know when you shoot at it that there's a decent chance that that's going to flash you when you shoot at it. So I feel like it's disproportionately easier than other flashes to dodge because with a breach flash, I don't know that I'm about to get breach flashed. I just see the flash and then I have to dodge it. Same thing with like Sky, Kao, or Phoenix. But with this, you already have this idea in your head that, oh, if I shoot this bot looking like Yoru, it might flash me. And I think that makes it significantly easier to dodge than any other flash in the game. And so I think dodging that flash is actually going to be fairly easy. Now, if you time your peek properly so that I'm turned around when you peek because I'm dodging the flash, you can still get a lot of value out of that. You also get to but see I, exactly where they are because the bot turns and looks at them, which is nice. Right. I, I just think that the like the flash aspect of it is going to be really easy to dodge. We'll have to see on that because I'm I'm not totally sure. I, I do think that from the video it was a little bit slower than I like obviously i didn't even know that there was going to be a flash so it but it is a little bit slower it seems than other flashes are mm-hmm. um, Hunter, do you have any opinions on the matter i feel like you've been rather silent so far yeah no i've uh i have a lot of opinions uh in general about yoru and i just am happy to hear what you guys think because i've been thinking about this a lot but uh i think chase was still going on about something there though no oh you're... no no i'm 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 done with that i, I was just saying that i think I think it might be easier to dodge, but that's something I'm just going to have to see in game. Yeah, yeah. Because in the chaos of everything, right, when we're saying that this is going to be used 
well. Most effectively. Yeah, most effectively. Will I have that same uh, recognition of, oh, I might be flashed and be prepared to to turn away from it? Um, or will I be like, oh, I'm going to get this kill and then someone else is pushing behind them. I'm going to try to get that kill. Yeah, yeah. And I, I totally agree that we'll, we'll have to see. But I think it could be very good in, in as Chase said, chaotic moments. Um, I think the problem with how people are looking at this, and I don't think either of you guys are doing this because of our discussion, but I think some people are getting confused with other games. Like in Rainbow Six Siege, there's a character called Alibi, I believe, who can put like copies of herself around and they don't flash or anything, but in Rainbow Six Siege, where there's a lot more like tense angle clearing and people holding static positions, if you round a corner and you see someone standing there, like you don't, you just shoot them right away. And hers doesn't flash back, but like that's all about like you know confusing the enemy. Is this a real person? And I think what we've all established is, in a situation where the enemy has time to look at just your decoy or your decoy first and be like, is that a decoy or not? In most cases, like. Yeah, it's going to be fairly obvious that that's your decoy. So I, I don't think that's the main use for it. Uh, but what I do think that neither of you guys have brought up, which I think is the most interesting thing about the decoy, is that the decoy can essentially be used as moving cover for you as you're taking a sight. Because the thing is, if you play with yourself positioned walking alongside the decoy at the correct pace mm -hmm. so that the decoy is between you and where you expect enemies to be, even if the enemies realize that, oh yeah, that's a decoy, now they have to either be ultra-precise with their shots to hit you and not the decoy, or they have to eat the flash and then give you that time to know, okay, they're in this general direction, because you'll, you'll, even if you don't see them, maybe they have, a they have a suppressed gun like a phantom and they're pretty far away. You don't really know where they shot from, but Yoru then turns and, and goes in that direction. You're oh. like, okay, I have a split second to reposition now that I know what I have to re reposition relative to. So I think, uh, you know, the whole idea of playing around the decoy as you're entering site, I don't think first into site makes a lot of sense for the reasons we discussed. But if you're putting the decoy with your team along like one edge, uh, I think that could be really powerful, particularly for the you're using it and anyone else who's uh, nearby to just create sort of like a human shield almost. Um, I think which a I couple, think couple of questions. Can yeah. you collat with it? I feel like absolutely. Because well, if, if, if a headshot hits them... through most of the walls in this game, why wouldn't you be able to collide? I'd say you probably would be able to collide it. Yeah, yeah. So I, if I'd you're walking if perfectly, like... right, you, you, get, yeah. you shoot the Yoru in the head, you're also probably shooting the person behind him in the head. Yeah. The second well, thing is, is even though damage will be reduced because it went through something, a lot of the times that still gets you the kill. Um, but also... Does the second bullet go through cleanly? Is the Yoru only there for the first shot? Physically? Yeah, these are questions um, that we have to answer. Yeah, I, mean, I don't know. But also, like, the flash takes time to go off. So even if I shoot the Yoru, I still get, like, a second to shoot. Or, sorry. Even if I shoot the decoy, I still get, like, a second to shoot the actual Yoru before the flash goes off. And if well, I can't it... secure a kill in a second, then, number one, I'm probably dead. Number two... I guess I put chat in chamber, so I'd just fuck off. But but you might I, I you might just fuck off before second. that too. You, using this one second very specifically, I don't think it actually is a full second. But um, specifically, yeah, sure. whatever. You also, yeah, you also like 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 Chase emphasized. You play characters who can you know get out of jail very very quickly, and also you tend to play longer angles. 
which are the easiest to just dodge a flash. If you're playing a closer angle uh, to the point where, okay, maybe you try to get one more kill, but getting that kill means you're going to get run down if you're not Reyna, Jet, or Chamber, where you can teleport out immediately. Like, that's something you think about. Like, I'm not saying that you just then give up the angle for free, but then maybe you, you need to burn a piece of utility that you wouldn't otherwise need to use. Like, maybe you uh, put out a flash or a smoke or something. You try yeah. to tip the odds in your favor more. Um, so, yeah, I think that's strong. And then when it comes down to the aspect of, you know, f- f- faking like it's actually Yoru, I think that um, this is sort of combining the chaos with the uh, deception aspect of if if I am... In a what I'm picturing specifically is someone is playing heaven on uh, a site of bind, and I am in showers. And functionally, this is a one v one. Whether because um, whether because I think the other person is not going to be nearby enough to take the duel, or it's actually a one v one. Either way, I put my decoy out of showers right as I peek out of showers. Now, for that split second when the person is peeking from heaven, for that first second when they see both of us, they're probably going to be unlikely to tell which of us is the real Yoru when they actually take that first peek. Now, if they wait just another more another second, you know, probably they can figure it out, but that that's enough time for me to fully position myself on that angle, ready to take the duel with them. That little bit of hesitation of, oh, which is the real Yoru, um... Or the chance that, you know, it messes up their crosshair placement, seeing two heads basically simultaneously. Or the 50-50, if they just choose a head and shoot and they shoot my decoy, all of that tips the odds in my favor in a really positive way. Would that have been better than just flashing out on the angle? Well, Because you be also both, have right? that ability as Yoru, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, my, my thought is both, right? So you flash first, then you send out your decoy and peek, and then you're, so you're essentially using the decoy to take more space than you could have otherwise. Because now when that person peaks, you feel more confident that they're not going to be able to just isolate your head and shoot it. But right, again, because they have to 50-50 it or, right, or hesitate. Again, I feel like, again we're, we're talking about it, it's a 50-50 here. Well, it's a 50-50 plus possibly a moment of hesitation where they don't take the shot. Exactly. Debating the 50-50, right? Yeah. Yeah, and so, it's, it's not so, so much that they useful. stop and think. And st- yeah, yeah, I agree. It's it's not so much that they okay. stop and think, oh, yeah, shoot, yeah, yeah. which is the real Yoru? Let me do some quick maths. It's yeah. just that, like, if I see one head come out of showers, I'm going to be much more accurate hitting that one head than if I see two people peak showers at the same time. Like, if right. they're real people, taking Yoru out of it entirely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, and I think that's true for most people. You're going to be more accurate if you have one target to focus on because the human mind actually is single core. I, I guess. <laughs> you can only do one thing at once. So yeah. I'm just yeah. trying to think like, I feel like, okay. And again, I'm, I'm also thinking specifically with an op here, but if an individual peaks me, I'm probably just going to flick to one. And that's probably the truest 50, 50 is I am right, putting right. zero thought process into which is the real Yoru. Yeah. And like, literally I'm just like, it, I, I would probably realize after I've already taken the shot that it was a 50, 50. Yeah. Except right, also, right. It takes a second, however short, right? It takes a a fraction of time to decide which one you're flicking to. Whereas if there's one head, you have one target. Is I think Hunter's part of Hunter's point at least. Or or I'll rephrase that slightly to say to process the fact yeah. that there yeah, are two yeah, targets yeah. and hit one of them. Right, right. Um, Not that you're I making guess... a conscious decision, but just right. it's all it's more for your brain to deal with. Okay. The the other question that I had, which um, 
none of us are actually going to know the answer to because there's literally zero information given about this, um, is what happens if that bot, say, runs over a molly? Does it... Mm. Does that count? Is it taking damage and therefore it flashes in the direction that it... That's a good question. I think it specifically in? says if somebody shoots it. Yeah, so like... Can you knife it? And does... <laughs> that would be hilarious. <laughs> does it flash it and get flashed? Yeah. Yeah, I... And then... Can I shock dart it? What happens then? Okay, so yeah, I'm saying what if you shock dart it? I'm assuming Chamber's abilities count as guns. So that would count as shooting it. But yeah, I'm thinking like, yeah. Do I molly? So does it uh, raise nade, raise blast packs? Uh, fuck. Are there any other instant source of damages in the game? I guess Teo's nade technically because it doesn't count as a I mean molly. Killjoy mollies. Well, no, I was thinking like, oh well, okay. So Killjoy mollies, for example, um, can't break Killjoy's lockdown, but Ko's nade and Preach Aftershot can because they're considered instant damage and not like damage over time. Hmm. That's weird. I didn't. I did not know that Killjoy so, like, couldn't. Uh, any Molly like, can't, like no. a Viper Molly or a Brim Molly. Uh, can't, like, also any, can't. any Mollies can't break Killjoy's lockdown. However, Ko's Molly, because it's a grenade, because it's a grenade, can can and breaches aftershock because it's a grenade can. Same with Raisnade. Um okay. and Sova shock darts because those are instant sources of damage rather than damage over time. Yeah, that's interesting. interesting. I, I think it'll be interesting to see all the interactions between those things. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, one of the... Go, go and then also, like, say Astra suck. Does your decoy get, get, get sucked? sucked? I would assume so, because... Decoy is doesn't... living good, if so. <laughs> doesn't other utility get sucked by Astra suck? Yes, yes. Yeah. Absolutely. Wait, what? Yeah, like the like a Killjoy turret will get sucked by Or like by a raise nade. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Fuck, I Killjoy turrets that. do get sucked. <laughs> It's no, I, was thinking, I was thinking like uh like raise nade? Yeah, you can suck a turret yep. off an angle. You can. That's yeah. so funny. Um Well well that's that's why the Astra suck like, plus okay. raise nade works so well because you don't yeah. need to be pinpoint accurate with the grenade. Right. It gets sucked in at a certain point. I, I didn't know that. Um yeah. do like Killjoy's Mollies get sucked? I do not I know. know. Can I, I play Astra and Fuck Killjoy's setup specifically on a sent B site on highway just by sucking them off. That's a great question, and I do not know the answer to that. Because straight up, if you can do that with Astra, no, actually, I take that back. There's no way I'm learning how to play Astra. I'm thinking um, maybe not the Mollies. I I don't know. Okay. I feel like maybe there's some difference because they're kind of because they're kind of invisible. I but yeah. I don't know. Well, I'm glad yeah, you guys brought up like Killjoy because I want to. What? Can I suck Chamber's traps out of position? I feel like we should Those do some testing on this later because we're just yeah. raising questions yeah. we don't know the answer to. I have no idea. There's a bunch of characters we don't play. Yeah. Really just what, Astra. What, okay, so I guess the question is what does Astra suck actually suck? Yeah. Yeah. And but I if you don't mind... If, on the list. Yeah, if you don't mind me dialing this conversation back towards Yoru, I'm actually glad you brought up Killjoy because one of the single most useful uses for the otherwise useless... Um, Yoru footsteps was that if you, well, yeah, if you sent them like, for example, down highway, like you were saying on ascent, um, that would cause her alarm bot to go off. It would cause her turret to shoot at them. And the footsteps were invincible. They took no damage. And likely the first time you do it, at least until she realizes what you're doing, she's going to pop both of her nades as well. When she sees the turret go off and the alarm bot go off. So, um, 
Yeah, part of that makes me wonder if, I don't know if it's too good to be true, but it kind of makes me wish that the decoy is immune to any form of non-shooting damage. <laughs> that might be too good to be true, but that way you could still use it for that purpose, where you could still trigger stuff that way. Yeah, um, we'll see. Or though. I wonder if does the uh, if the turret shoots it, then does it flash the turret? Because I know turrets can be flashed as well. So that would be yeah. interesting. Oh, that's okay. So that that's the 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 dichotomy to this. In that, I think it, it's a double edged sword in yeah whichever way it goes. Because mm. on one hand, that means that Kildroid's turret would activate it, and therefore the turret gets flashed and nobody else. But if it goes the other way, Sova could shock dart it. And then it doesn't go off. And so, like, you don't get that info that, like, Sova's there, nor do you get your flash to go off. Yeah. So I, I feel like no matter how you look at it, whichever one it ends up being, it's going to be a double-edged sword. And there's going to be situations in which, like, you're kind of like, ah, I wish it was the other. Okay, now here's a question I have that's slightly slightly different, but about the decoy still. Um, mm -hmm. is It's a wording question. And... I'm only, you know, 60% confident that it said this in the in the review. But I'm pretty sure or kind of sure that it said enemies nearby will get a debuff and it flashes in a cone-shaped direction. No, 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 no. I'm pretty sure it was the flash is the debuff. Okay, I will. I, I'm gonna say. Uh, I'm can, gonna say that the correct answer me? is right down the middle. I'm pulling it up right now, um, but essentially, it's actually my my assumption based on the wording was that it was just the flash. However, it is somewhat vague the way it is is worded. So I'm pulling it up right now. Okay, so this is the decoy. Uh, yeah, because I yeah, okay. Here's yeah, what this it is what we said said before we knew it was that it was going to debuff, and I the flash is kind of a debuff, right? It's a yeah, debuff. It, yeah, yeah. So actually, I'm I'm siding more towards chase. This is the exact word: fake out an ability that that currently directionally mimics the sound of Yoru's footsteps to mislead enemies is now a full copy of Yoru that runs forward and when damages and when damaged explodes and debuffs enemies as an added flavor. When the copy is shot, it faces the direction of the person that fired the shot and flashes towards their position in a conal direction. So is that the debuff? Is or is this an extra thing? Do you also be? Are you also vulnerable if you're close? Yeah, the interesting because thing it about says it nearby is, enemies, right? I don't know. Well, I the, think... the interesting thing about this is based on that wording alone, it seems like there's something more than the flash because it says when damaged, explodes and debuffs enemies as an added flavor or as added flavor when the copy is shot. It faces the direction of the person that fired the shot and flashes towards their position. So that wording makes it sound like the flash is on top of the debuff. However, the confusing part of that is that in the video, they don't demonstrate any debuff besides the flash. I'm well, they, confirm they that also correct. don't shoot it from a very close angle. They don't. So that's where I'm kind of 50-50 on if there's going to be anything else. If they're, Maybe they're testing it, and that's why they left it vague. I really don't think there's going to be anything else. That's my... Just, the wording my of it makes it, it seems like, seem like there like, is. I, I understand what you're saying, given the wording of it, but, like, I think... I don't know. I think that'd probably be... And debuff and flash are different. Like, debuff, uh, I think of vulnerable or suppress. Yeah. 
Yeah, I would say yeah. vulnerable, decayed, and and concussed are the three things I think or, of as debuffs. Or or suppress, I think, is a debuff. Yeah, 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 true. Yeah, suppress yeah. as well. Yeah. Uh, not in Sequitur. I think it'd be interesting if there was a character that came out with, like, certain ability, or, like, maybe an alt that became immune to debuffs. But... Uh, Ben's raincoat from the upcoming Risk of Rain uh, yeah, DLC. That's, that was, uh, that's what I was thinking <laughs> of. Um, Let's go. Okay, but I, I feel like there's no way that they would give Yoru's decoy both the flash and a separate debuff. Let's just say it's vulnerable, because that's the only thing that makes sense. There's no way that uh, Viper's Molly does damage and makes you vulnerable. Well, I think that's bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I'm I'm going to suggest that since we it's focused on Yoru there, a lot right. and there's we still haven't talked about the ult, I'd suggest we postpone debating what it might be until we know more about sure. the thing. Okay, uh, I just wanted to bring that up because we hadn't discussed yeah. it, and that was in yeah, my head yeah. the whole time of, like, is this an another thing that they just haven't shown us yet? And I think that it's possible. Uh, yeah. yeah, I'm glad you brought that up, uh, Chase. I just I was seeing us going, going down, me arguing with Cass about whether or not it's likely that there's a second <laughs> one, and I was like, this could, this could be a little bit too much. But yeah, I'm glad you brought it up, Chase. Um, okay, so the alt. Yeah. Uh, definitely better now. I'm, I feel like I'm going to die a decent amount, at least within the first week, to getting flashed out of buttfuck nowhere. Uh, but fuck nowhere, most likely being directly behind me. But like, you know, yeah, like um, throwing it over someone's shoulder so it bounces in front of yeah, them. Like. No, I'm thinking like yeah. they bounce it between my legs yeah. from behind me, right? <laughs> yeah. Like Yoru's just behind me and just goes flash out and then pops out of their alt and is just standing behind me with like, yeah, and I'm yeah, there taking hand. That would be like, so. Oh, I'm fucked. That would be so rad if you could flash it under their legs so it pops on the other side of them so you don't get flashed. No. <laughs> That's sick, yeah. Like, that would be, like, such a highlight play. Like, that, that, that is how yeah. I think a lot of people are going to try to use it. And, like, when I, as soon as I saw that, that's what I thought I would do if I were playing Yoru in that situation. Now, based on the footsteps, uh, it's hard to say, but you might have a general idea where they are, so I might be turning around and kind of looking in that area. Which right, because now harder. you can hear their footsteps. Yeah, because even now though you can can't see them, it, so it might make it a bit harder for them to, um, to like flash me, but not flash themselves. But like maybe they just flash behind themselves when they pop out of their flash. And I understand on the video I'm doing this whole like Superman shit that nobody actually listening to the podcast can see, but that's the kind of what I imagine Yoru doing when he pops out of his alt. That's kind of what he does. He just yeah, does I mean... it like. He does it with his hands facing yeah, outwards. Yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah. In my head, I just, I just imagine yep. Superman ripping off his, like, button-down shirt. <laughs> um, Your Japanese Superman confirmed? Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, like, I think it's better. I don't know how much better it's going to be. I th- yeah, yeah, I think we talked quite a bit about the old at the very beginning. Um, mm-hmm. So there's not too much more I want to add. We were talking about, like, outplays with the ult and oh yeah the sova drone-esque thing i think is interesting because if it lasts just as long as it currently does even with this like minus the starting and ending lag (laughs) it's kind of just a longer so or sova drone that can't be shot that can't be shot you can clear an entire fucking site yeah like it's it it would be fucking good like, and, it's literally and a key like, thing with that, too, is that um, even if the time is reduced somewhat, Silva drones are fairly slow. 
Yeah. You're a little you're a bit faster than knife out speed when you're in the Yori roll. So assuming they keep that the same, you could still clear a lot of space like, with it. I, I'm thinking of situations in which like uh the one in my head is on bind. But like from mm-hmm. bind short A site. I've seen Hunter run his fucking ass up to heaven in Yoru Alt before. Yeah. You could now, literally clear the entire you can, site. You can do that. Clear the entire site. Because typically he wouldn't have the ability to clear that like cubby outside of showers because right. you're you're nearsighted ish. But like now that you're not nearsighted, you can literally just waltz your way into sight, peek the close corner, run through U-Haul, ping anybody that you see, and then it gave him enough time to run up to heaven before. And so even if the timer gets reduced and you can't go all the way up to heaven, just like you can clear the entirety of sight with the exception of heaven, have somebody smoke smoke off heaven or and then just teleport out or decide, hey, it's safe for me to pop out back sight. And pop, pop out, out fake teleport out. Right. Ooh. And oh, now, now the, the thing is now like you pop out of your ult, they hear that they hear a teleport sound. They don't know if you're still heaven or if you're back in short nasty yeah so like i don't know i I think the fact that it's a better sova drone minus the fact that it can literally ping people um well and also this is it's an ult obviously so like a sova drone is a pc utility that costs 400 credits to have every round round, yeah 400 credits yeah so there's a 400 wait how much does your entire kit cost uh two shock darts is 300 plus sova drone is 700. 700, yeah. Okay, that's not as expensive as I thought. No, and then you have Recon, Yeah, the shock cards are fairly affordable, actually. Why and is that... Shaper's kit so fucking expensive? Because you buy $800 <laughs> worth of ammo. <laughs> yeah, I think that's a pretty clear answer there, Cass. You just have more shit. Sova has three things to buy. Jet kit's expensive as fuck now. Is it the full 800? No, I'm Or is it 750? Sure it's... it's... Yeah, because Jet also or, has no, okay, three just things to buy. No, 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 four thing, four things to buy. Yeah, okay, just seven hundred. It's not as bad as I thought. How much I is Raze? Just... Similar? Is a blast pack one fifty? I have no idea. I have never played <laughs> Raze. Yeah, I don't. I, just I don't assume know. it's one fifty, but I've never bought a blast. Because you just pack. buy what you buy two blast packs and your Roomba. Is the Roomba yeah. still four hundred or did it get? No, the Roomba's three hundred. Okay. They, they this podcast has been asking Roomba. questions about things we don't understand about the game. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the entire time. <laughs> yeah, it really has been. Uh, uh, yeah, so hey, let us know in the Discord if you care about the answers to any of these <laughs> and would like to share them with us because we would appreciate it. Swash, if you know them, yeah. please. Yeah, yeah, yeah just that's please let us yeah. know. Yeah, yeah. Um, educate us. Yeah, this entire podcast is raising questions and not answering them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Okay, yeah. to be fair, half of them were about Yoru shit that we literally just couldn't know the answers to. Well, and the other half fair, are just fair. shit that we don't know enough about the game. Yeah, fair yeah. enough. How the fuck are we the ones with a podcast? <laughs> uh, well, can if you we're name done... every ability in the game? No. <laughs> I, mean, actually, <laughs> I mean, probably. Would I get the actual name right? No. You're right, okay, well, that's yeah, the thing. I describe I did, every I, I did, Yeah. <laughs> no, okay, so I did a quiz online when I was trying to come up with the trivia questions that we did, like, mm-hmm. way back in the early podcast days. Um, and one of those quizzes that, like, was you had to, like, click an agent and then click on each of their, like, their C, Q, and E abilities and all, like, from a list yeah. that had all the names. Um, mm. Which I, I got. I, I got like those quizzes better when they don't give me the options when I just have to type it. 
Mm, I see what you're saying. Because then you can't so use process like, okay. of elimination. Yeah, yeah. Uh, which, like, admittedly I was able to do. For, it's like, pre pretty easy if you're seeing all the names to figure it out, but pretty there, hard there if you have to come up with the names. Yeah, that is true. Yeah, like, I would I would imagine that most people don't know the name of uh, Chambers' trademark, because most people just call it his alarm bot, <laughs> at least in games that I've been in. <laughs> if they don't play Chamber. If they play Chamber, they probably well, Like, what is Chambers' I, teleport called? Rendezvous. Yeah, no one's going to know that. Nobody yeah. knows that, but like, is is Jet? No, Jet's dash is Tailwind, right? Yeah, yeah. So like, there's just shit that like we have slang for, and if right. you see Tailwind, you're like, okay, that's obviously Jet Dash. Yeah. But, but if you're thinking, fuck, what is Jet Dash called? That might never come to mind. I, Pop I quiz for I would... you guys: What is a uh, Killjoy's uh, KJ Molly's? What's their official name? Nano Swarm. Damn it, you knew it. Yeah. I it no, I'm it telling you, I know them. I'm like, I know what they are. Chase was thinking. I could tell he didn't have it on the tip of his tongue. I did it wasn't on the tip of my tongue, but I've also never played KJ. So like I, I think I can like I think I genuinely know pretty much all of them. Yeah, we can we can we can make our own quiz. <laughs> yeah. I, I, well, I might uh, do I might do that just for fun, but Okay, but so before go ahead, yes, go ahead. Okay, well I was gonna say, like is, are there more things that like anybody wants to add to uh this Yoru alt here? Uh, no. I think we've covered it. My, um, minus me raining on your parade. I haven't really said my... Like, I think I've said my piece about all his individual stuff. Yeah, I feel like you should now fully launch into raining on my parade so then we can get into that on... Okay. Basically the topic of, does this make Yoru viable as a pick uh, right. in games? Uh, so here, in here's my whole thing. Levels. Uh, what yeah. the fuck are you taking out of a good team comp to put a Yoru into? Is like, that a rhetorical question, or yeah, where you gonna, where you gonna no, answer it? Okay. Like, it's somewhat like of a general question. Like, I I don't see, like, okay, unless this Yoru buff or rework, as they've been calling it, comes out alongside other agent nerfs. I I just don't see him getting a ton of play now. If they were to, I guess it doesn't really matter whatever they call him, whether they call him an initiate or a duelist. Like, I could potentially see him maybe replacing a sky maybe if you want to be a bit more aggressive but like sky's flashes are so fucking good no but her you're taking space so that's a duelist good. her heal is so fucking good like it oh, okay so and let's say he does stay as a duelist and most teams at least in ranked most teams go for two duelists right yeah, I still see initiator though, especially with with Sova drone ult. Yeah, um, and like I okay, so the, the the whole thing boils down to the fact that uh, prior to Neon being released, Neon was initially planned to be an initiator, and then that got changed, and she was made into a duelist. So there's a conspiracy theory going around that they're going to make Yoru an initiator instead of him being a duelist and then Yoru would be the fifth initiator. I, I mean, um, I can see it entirely. But either way, regardless of what tag Riot aside, like, assigns to them is kind of irrelevant because... It's about like, their kit I, and what they can yeah, do. Yeah, it's about their kit and what they can do like and how they have synergies with other people. It doesn't really matter whether you're called a duelist or a sentinel or... Okay, uh, well, it replaces a fucking yeah. Reyna. Like it's your secondary duelist. 
Yeah. Right? Like, you have a jet. Would you, okay, would you rather have a Yoru over a Reyna? Possibly, yeah. Would the Smurf on your team pick a Yoru over a Reyna? Yeah, fucking outplays, man. No, because that's what, like, so many of them are just 50-50s. They're gimmicks. Like, it, like I feel like you pick Reyna when you've got the confidence that you're just going to outgun skill and just... Well, hold up. The, the, yeah, this is a, this is a terrible argument. Yeah. Okay, hold up, hold up. Let me let me interrupt you because you're kind of proceeding to a separate topic about Yoru being gimmicky, whereas you already threw out one idea, which is Yoru doesn't yeah. fit in team comps. No, no, I'm not saying Yoru doesn't fit in team comps. That is ex- saying, li- quite literally verbatim what you said. Okay, okay yeah. fine. I'm saying you need to yeah. drop somebody to put Yoru in. Yeah, you drop your secondary <laughs> yes. duelist and you put yeah, in this duelist. That means Yoru doesn't fit in a team comp. Right. Okay. Um, yeah. <laughs> You're saying there's I, no okay, okay. You're saying there's no room see, for Yoru in a good team comp. That's what I, you're saying. I don't see people dropping Jet or Reyna for Yoru. Okay, Cass, let me clarify. Are you saying that people like playing Jet and Reyna more, so they're not going to pick Yoru, or are you saying that Yoru is worse for a team comp, and you're therefore people Yoru should is not worse pick than Jet or Reyna? Yeah, so you're saying he doesn't fit in a good team comp. I don't know why okay, you're fine. disagreeing that's with just, that. That's just, <laughs> okay, yeah, what? Man, okay, so Jet Jet is there. Yeah, you have a jet. Although now we're seeing a few things where we have a chamber instead of a jet. Chambers kind of coming into the meta. Um, but look, we're we're talking classic team, classic team comp. You have a jet. Okay, uh-huh. if this is a map where you have a secondary duelist, that is going to be Rays or Reyna. Yeah, and you'd see it probably on what what maps do people run two duelists on? Icebox and, um, I mean, like, well, let's see, raise maps are fracture and split. Yeah, but um, a bunch of people don't play Jed on fracture and split. Well, let me let me take let me kind of interject here to say mm-hmm. that uh, I appreciate the due diligence you're doing here, Chase, to kind of lay out how the team comp would look like. But that's not really where I was thinking about this because the thing is, we I think we've all acknowledged in over the past episodes that right now the meta is a little, in terms of agent picks, is a little stale in some respects. Obviously, it's cool to see Breach coming into play in Fracture and like the, there are some maps that really bring out some cool agents that don't get picked otherwise. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think everyone acknowledges that Astra, Sky, and Jet are too strong at the moment. And Astra doesn't really relate to Yoru because who oh, you pick as your what? Sova's not on that list. I, I okay. Oh, I guess I guess you can throw right. Sova in there as well. But I wasn't thinking about him because similar to Astra, Sova's kit is so different than Yoru's, with the exception of now the idea to alt as a Sova drone, which, as Chase pointed out, is only an alt, so you can't really yeah. depend on that. Yeah. Like so, like Sova and Astra, despite how good they are no one would feasibly consider, do I want a Yoru or a Sova, or do I want a right. Yoru or an Astra for this team comp? Because they're such wildly different roles. Mm-hmm. But between Sky and Jet, I think a lot of people acknowledge that they are too strong right now. And as a res- and the- with the agent rework coming uh, with the next act, I don't know if it's going to launch right when the act does, but it seems like that's what they're shooting for. Um, I think we should sort of put a pin in the discussion of where he fits in a team comp. Until we see how things are changed with Jet and uh, and Sky, because I think it is difficult to fit a lot of agents in there. I think it's, it's when you throw in Sova as well, Ko doesn't get as much play as he would otherwise, because mm-hmm. you know he has flashes, but 
Sky's flashes are great, and Sova's info gathering is way better. And then you look at a new agent like Neon, who I think we've all kind of agreed, like, there's no way that you're going to pick up a flex duelist player who uh, you're going to have a, someone play like that secondary duelist who can't even flash. Like, you know, in a, talking about a pro game, obviously. Yeah, yeah, yeah. with a, with a jet as well, right? You're not going to have two I mean, duelists where one jet, can't neon. flash. Yeah, no, no, exactly. Yeah, like having yeah. jet and neon, neither of them have flashes, just kind of fucks your, fucks your utility. Right, um, right. So I I'm I would be happy for us to sort of put a pin in in that and say that you know there's a there's more to happen because there are some real sticking points in the meta right now that make it difficult to discuss a lot of agents besides Yoru. So I'd kind of be down to move on to the next point of him being a well, gimmick unless okay. Chase has anything to weigh in here. I, I have a slight thing, which is how many times do you see Jet Neon in your ranked games recently? Because it's quite a bit for me. Quite a bit. Yeah, but, that's okay. True. But that has yeah. to do with the fact that. People like, like to play them, and they will get playtime. Yeah. And so regardless of what the team comp is ideally in a fucking pro game, like, they're going to get playtime. Right now, Yoru yeah. has, like, no playtime. Well, that was my next point, actually. Yeah, and, and Phoenix and Phoenix still gets playtime a good bit in rank, despite the fact that he got literally zero playtime at Champions. Yeah, because so people like a, playing yeah. Phoenix because he's fun. Right. So I yeah. think that people might feel the same about Yoru regardless of where he fits into the meta. If he fits into the meta well and people start picking up on the pro level, then obviously he's going to get a lot more like playtime and ranked. Yeah, my, my next point here that I was going to make is if the Yoru buffs actually make Yoru a viable character, the team comps in rank are just in ranked are just going to get even more scuffed. Like, just it's more already five, hard. four duelist yeah, comps? Yeah, I mean, it's already hard enough to get somebody to fucking play smokes. And like most of the games that I'm in, like it's a two and a half duelist comp with me on chamber. Like it, like Jet Reina Chamber is like the classic triple insta lock. Um, Cass, I feel like you're speaking directly from our experience, which is where you like to have me play smokes, and you know now I'll be playing your no, no, no. Yeah. and that'll make it difficult to get. No, smokes. but I play smokes at that. least on half yeah, the map. Chase plays smokes. Yeah. If we're playing with if we're playing the three of us in a lobby, it's not a huge deal because Chase often plays smokes. With the exception yeah, no, but, but, of Blit and, I guess, Fracture. But where I'm going to disagree with you is I don't think a bunch of smoke characters are going to... Uh, people who play smokes or sentinels are going to be like, oh, I'm going to pick up Yoru now that Yoru is No, no, is no. Good. I'm saying that there's going to be a lot more triple or quad duelist picks now. Why? So, here's, here's what I'm saying, right? So, like, I would, I would say this is a rough, a rough way to look at it, right? In an average lobby, you probably have two people who either insta-lock duelists or really want to play duelists at least, mm -hmm. uh, often more. And then you have, uh, hopefully, at least one person who mains a sentinel or controller or at least is willing to flex. And then, you know, the, the last two people, who knows how they are. Maybe you have someone who's a killjoy main and someone who's also a duelist or someone who's a flex player. Um... Personally, I, I, I feel like uh, the people who Yoru most appeals to are probably people who already are leaning towards duelists. And if they already were willing to flex, they probably are going to keep flexing. And then if they really tended to grab that duelist, then they're going to grab the duelist anyway. So I don't see that affecting the team comp in rank, is what I'm saying. You're just going to have I, I less like... of the Reyna Neon Jet comps and have a, yeah. a, a Jet Neon Yoru comp instead. Yeah. I guess Yoru's saving grace is that he's got flashes. And potentially three of them. <laughs> saving grace? Uh, 
Yeah, no, that is saving grace because, you know, when you have a four duelist comp and, or you you have a a jet, a neon insulock, you're like, well, fuck. Now we need, (laughs) now we need a sentinel, uh, flash and a smoke, smoke. And flash, yeah. yeah 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 the worst the worst is when you're playing on a map and you have someone people instalock uh jet neon rays immediately yeah like wow we have three duelists no flashes yeah it's That's like our, your team comps immediately fucked right right um oh shit yeah i didn't think about that yeah there are three duelists that have no flashes yeah so do yeah, we want to move on okay to your idea of your being gimmicky, because I am chomping at the bit to respond, but I want you to really get to lay out your argument first so I can poke it with my oh, umbrella. I mean, I, like, I, I thought I kind of laid out my argument earlier in the podcast. But, like, if you want All I heard read... was, oh, he's gimmicky. Wah! I, I, okay. want, I, I want to hear the right, substance right. of the well, argument, okay, if there is sure. any. Uh, I, 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 can, I, I can expand on that a bit more then. So, it, it seems to me like a lot of his... A lot of his utility just ends up being a gamble for either you or the person that you're, like, pushing into. Did he fake his TP? Did he commit to it? Like, uh, is that is that him? Is that his decoy? Like, a, a bunch of that just seems like you're just relying on 50-50s. And... Like yes, his his flash is the like the part of his kit that very much goes against this, and like his flash is just like that's what it is. It's a flash, right? But it's a damn good flash too. Yeah, I I'd, I'd agree with that. I think it's a pretty good flash. Um, mm. I know a bunch of people in higher elos have said his flash is like one of the easier like easier ones to dodge. Um, I can't dodge flashes for shit. I just stare him down like a deer in headlights. So like I have no idea, but. Supposedly, his flash is relatively easy to dodge compared to other agents. Um, and like you, I like I feel like anytime you're gonna go for the, like this big like, oh, I'm gonna hit like a stick outplay on him. You're you're gambling on two things. Number one, with the outplay, you're gambling on the fact that the enemy's gotten above fifty IQ. <laughs> if you're gonna try to big brain him, which you know I think you're giving a lot of credit to the opponent in that case. Um, yeah, a lot of the time you're like, wait, I spent all of my utility trying to make them think that I'm over there, and they're still and they, holding they just, this yeah, angle. Exactly. Like, <laughs> like, like, you do all this shit to make it be like, oh, I'm backside, and the enemy's just still staring at A short. Like, it, uh, I feel like the whole idea of an outplay requires two things. Number one, trust that your opponent has either headphones or a brain. <laughs> ideally both um yeah. and number two that they're not going to five head you and just be like nah he's faking it's the gamble yeah yeah like they're either going to low brain or high brain you and your brain's probably going to be somewhere in the middle <laughs> interesting interesting point are you ready for me to respond yeah go for it yeah so First of all, one thing that I will acknowledge about Yoru, and one of the reasons why I stopped playing him prior to this buff, is that he does depend on the mental side of the game much more than uh, other agents do. And it's not just about your mental versus the enemy's mental, but it's also your teammates uh, making the most use of your utility as well. Because um, 
one of the things that I would find frustrating as Yoru is when I would set up my TP to flash TP into somewhere, like on in lamps from a short on bind when I'm attacking, and then like someone else on my team just pushes right into lamps, like as my TP is going there, and now I can't flash and go in because I'm going to flash them, and my TP is worthless. So like that's not a problem if you're jet and you just smoke and dash in because you do that immediately. There's no setup required. You you don't have to worry about flashing anyone and there you are. Um, so I do think that's something that's worth noting that there is, you know, some additional difficulty that way in coordinating with your team and figuring out what the enemy is likely to do and adapting as the round goes on to, like you said, are they playing you? Are you play? Are they playing you really uh big brain, really small brain? And, uh, you know, sort of figuring out what's what's happening. And that's where I think, uh, unlike you concluding that that means that, you know, Yoru is very limited, I think that there's actually a lot of potential for you to use your mind to overcome that. Because first of all, in the, in the low brain scenario, you know, uh, you never want to assume the enemy is going to be 500 IQ. So I have flash setups with Yoru, flash TP setups on most maps, where I can throw a flash to where it doesn't blind me as I'm t- as I'm like hitting my TP, or it doesn't blind most of my teammates unless they're cast and somehow always end up in the position where I'm flashing. Um, and I can hit my TP before it's still, which means that it's very difficult for the enemy to uh, hit me as I'm going in. And my point with bringing that up, uh, because you could always do that with Yoru, is that my default with Yoru was and is always going to be, first of all, starting with plays that are just difficult to counter not impossible but difficult to counter if you expect them and then if i see the other team is hopeless and doesn't expect them then i'll ramp things up even more maybe i won't use a flash i'll keep tp'ing in in more and more aggressive ways if the enemy is being completely oblivious to it and getting those free frags until the enemy starts to adjust to it until the enemy starts to do things that counter what i'm doing and then i bring in the fake stuff and then with a high brain team maybe sort of the the opposite happens where I, it doesn't work initially because they counter it really well. Um, they track me perfectly as I'm teleporting. They look away my flash so that the, I didn't get the timing quite right. They kill me as I'm teleporting in. Now I put my TP somewhere else. I don't do the same thing and then fake it again because, it, it, because and then actually fake it that time because, you know, they'd expect that. They'd expect I, it didn't work. I'm going to do it again and pretend like I'm doing it. I try a different angle. I push it a different place. And depending on how I'm feeling, maybe I hit that TP and see if it works better. Maybe I fake it. Either way, there are, it's, it, it is my own mind game to adjust to how the enemy team is reacting to my setups. And with the addition of the fake, I think it provides me that one extra tool I need to always be, you know, theoretically one step ahead of the curve. And what that does is that makes you the single best agent of the game at taking space. Because, you know, Raze has to expose herself as she's blast packing. Jet's dash is much more limited in range and you're vulnerable coming out of it because you know you can't flash yourself out of it the best you can do is smoke off an angle um i could go on but i think yoru has the definite strength of being able to play mind games and having the tools to do so in order to take whatever space you want until the enemy hard counters you at which point you can still keep them guessing on where you are which is one more thing they have to worry about as your team is taking space so there thank you for coming to my ted talk Okay, I mean, I see what you're saying completely, right? Like, yeah, you can you you can set up scenarios which either way it's favorable for you. Exactly. Yeah. Right. And so if they can if way. they continue holding an angle, 
then they're flashed. If they didn't continue holding the angle, they're flashed. I, I don't like you're you're saying like I don't know that that is, that is tough because you you, you kind of have to choose one or the other, right? No, no. What what I'm saying is let me make clear what I'm saying. Cass is saying that like. The enemy is often not going to do the middle of the road rational thing where they're at my skill level and they are sort of seeing what I'm doing, but I might catch them a little bit off guard. They're often going to either be hyper vigilant and ready to go to deal with me TPing in or, you know, expecting when I'm going to fake it, or they're going to be really dumb, at which point the fake isn't going to help. And my counter is if they're really dumb, I can abuse them in ways with my TP that are really, really strong. And I'm going to do that. I'm not going to, I'm hopefully not going to, you know, fake a team that is going to let me TP in to their CT for free. I'm just going to keep TPing into CT mm-hmm. and getting frags. And then if they're big brain, then yeah, I have to work harder. But that's where you have different setups and you do different things to find what works, whether that's different ways to TP in or different ways to fake them so that they don't say, oh, he did the same thing that didn't work. It's going to be a fake this time. See, and that's why I feel like I'm countering what Cass said. This is where I think that Yoru works really well for a player like you, Hunter, where you <laughs> want to come up with all of these scenarios and play mm. them out and figure out what is the best scenario for the current option. This is XCOM in <laughs> in Valorant, right? Yeah. Yoru is a fucking like real-time strategy game. But I, I, yeah. think that, I think that a lot of the problem with that is like it's not – like it's not guaranteed utility. No, and, but it's like, strategy. It, it's strat. It's all strategy, yeah, yeah, sure, and some people really like, like that. I.e., no, Hunter. No, and I'm not saying there's anything wrong with really liking that. I'm just wondering how useful it is because it it it's just not guaranteed, right? Like if a raise throws and if raise throws a nade somewhere, like you can't be there. If you're there, you die. Uh, like sure. a similar thing to like mollying off an angle. Like, if they push through that, they take 50 damage, 40 damage. I don't actually know how much damage you take. But, like, um, same thing. Like, if, like, you're, you're Brim and you drop a smoke somewhere, your smoke goes out and it will be there for 19 I, fucking okay, seconds. Okay. You can't compare Yoru to a smoke character. That's, I'm not that's trying, wildly okay. different. Like, I, I get the raise comparison, but you talking about okay. Brim's guaranteed utility my, is my, my dumb because is, Brim my, has my the best being, guaranteed utility. My, my point being is, <laughs> yeah. like, like, ev- almost every other character in the game has guaranteed utility. You use it, it does something. With a lot of Yoru's, like, the whole idea of, like, oh, I'm gonna, like, fake going back site, and I'm gonna throw a flash out to cover it, um, as if, like, I am going back site. Like, you've just used two of your abilities for potentially nothing in return. Now, well, yeah, maybe, I mean, you maybe you pulled somebody off an angle, right? Maybe someone's like, "Oh shit, Yoru could have TP'd backside. I should clear this," right? And they stop holding something and instead go and and clear that angle. But like again, you're you're kind of banking on the fact that somebody does that. Well, in in this, that's the exact same way a lot of utility is used. Yeah, right. Like if you're gonna if you're gonna flash and TP, and nobody was there then sure, maybe it's useless, but now you know nobody was there, right? Same as if you shock dart or raise nade or molly a cubby, right? If no one was there, it was kind of useless, but you cleared it. No, but I'm saying if, yeah. if you TP somewhere backside, right? Yeah. And like throw a flash to cover that, 
and then you let's say in this context you're faking your TP. Okay, you don't necessarily know if someone went and cleared the fact that you fake TP'd or not. No, but you flash and you can take space with that. Well, here, here's I think what you're neglecting, Cass, and that's that if if I get the timing right on the flash TP to backsite. And I'm pretty decent with the timing now. Well, I was. I'm going to have to learn it again since I've been off from playing Yoru for so long. I can do it such that the enemy has to at least look away when my, t when my flash hits and get partially blinded. So what that means is if I am doing this correctly, the enemy is almost definitely going to pre-fire where they think I am. So if someone is backside on split on uh, B site, if they're in the back corner... And I uh, fake flash, uh, sorry, flash fake TP, they are probably going to shoot at where I might be. Unless, of course, I'm doing this really dumbly, so it's extremely obvious it's a fake. But they're not going to just accept the partial flash and just be like, oh, well, I hope a Yoru isn't there and I don't get head tapped immediately. And of course, that is about my ability to execute it correctly, but that's true about a lot of things. I mean, if you dash onto site as a jet, like, that is in no way more guaranteed if you're not dashing in in a place where you're not going to just peek every angle at once and die before you can equip your gun. There is there is a level of, you know, uh, strategy required to use any utility, and using it in a, in a foolish way is not going to guarantee anything. And I, I do agree that, you know, Yoru requires a lot more to make his utility work, but what I'm saying is the reward is much greater. Because, yeah, you, you chuck a raise nade backside on split B, and you know that if they were there, they're dead. But and so if there's if if the nade goes off and no one moves and you don't get a kill then there's no one there. But the thing is if you were if you TP in if you TP in there or you uh, if you TP in there now you've gained that space and if you fake it now you you're not just going to stand there being like well shit I don't know if they were there or not. <laughs> you're going to then follow that up with taking sight uh, from a different angle or taking or maybe you're pushing in right as you do that. Maybe you're throwing your decoy out as well. So now the the Reyna is. I don't know why I pictured Reyna, but there's an enemy behind that box, and they got a decoy and me pushing them. I mean, like, there's there's benefit to be had, even if the utility doesn't immediately get some kind of amazing result. Yeah, so I think it's a lot about a playstyle. I think you can get a lot out of your, especially after all of these this buffs or this rework. Um, but like, I th feel like I would hate playing Yoru. Uh, just because, as I've stated multiple times on this podcast, I like to place my utility and be done with it. Like, I want my utility here and here. That's where it's going. Right? And yeah. and Yoru is the exact opposite of that, where mm -hmm. you need to think about everything that you're doing and how it works in conjunction with each other. And so if you're the kind of person that really likes to think about that and can make it work, then I think that Yoru is going to be very, very good for that. And offer, like, a different kind of strategy character to the game where it makes things interesting to play for, for the kind of person that doesn't want to just uh, set up their stuff and, and be done with it, right? It makes it a lot more interesting to play as that character when you want to strategize and outthink and, uh, you know, figure out what your opponent's going to be doing if I do this certain action. I, like... I, I guess, like, with all, like, the fakes and stuff, I'm just thinking about the amount of times that, like as either Jet or Omen, of fake dashed or, like, fake TP'd. And the enemy just didn't even consider that. Like, and I feel like that's going to happen a lot with, like, Euro players now. Well, the big thing, the big thing there is that 
your jet dash and omen tp have a very limited range so in except in the case where someone is bearing down on you and you're doing a fake tp or fake dash when they're right on you which is pretty risky to do in the first place uh there's the potential that you could actually tp or actually dash and then just walk back whereas with your you can put your tp in places where like if you're there there's no way you're going to peek from the spot you were tp'ing from and once again, it, like Chase said, it all depends on how much you want to th- you want to think it through because there are plenty of ways you could fake TP that would gain you very minimal value. But there are, I think, a lot of really cool ways that you could use it as a mix-up. I, I think I think that's really the key thing with this. Yoru's primary strength isn't his fake TP; it's his actual TP. The fake yeah. TP is to set you up for better real TPs, whether that's out or in. So, I don't think the fact that the fake TP can occasionally be used. Uh, to not gain much value because realistically I'm imagining there'll be sometimes I do it and for whatever reason my team doesn't do what I expect <laughs> my team dies more quickly than I expect you know I just misread the situation I will use it and it won't get much benefit but I feel like you could talk about every agent's e ability and think of times where you use the ability and then you're like well shoot I didn't get the value I hoped for out of that and that doesn't mean it's a bad ab- ability as long as the benefits of it when you use it correctly are actually good Okay, here, here's my counter to Cass's last point there, too, is Go that ahead. it's not only about the TP uh, in comparison to the dash, like the fake updraft or the omen teleport. It's about how you combo that with a Yoru flash, specifically. Yep. Because I think that it would work a lot better for you. You know, you're basically describing a situation where um, you fake updraft, and so it seems like you should be on another angle. Like, you should be up on a box, and you actually peek from low, and they've just been holding low because that's where you were. Right? Or same with with an Omen Teleport. And, yeah, it's pretty comparable to the Yoru TP, except Yoru is going to flash that angle and then TP, which means that if they're holding the same, that low angle still, at least they're flashed. Right, yeah, if they if they weren't thinking about that, and maybe I'm thinking if you're playing Omen, you could paranoia and then and then teleport, and that might garner better results than just oh, a well, fake that, teleport. Well, okay, that that's a classic, like specifically on on split when you're playing garage on defense side, is you paranoia the entrance and teleport across to the other side. Um, but also like the number of times I've faked a teleport to the other side. That's what I'm saying. Fake, fake the teleport and flash. Yeah, so yeah. then either way, they might be coming in peeking, peeking the other angle, in which case... Yeah, I'm saying, I, I, have, I have never had somebody clear the other angle when I faked it. But then they're flashed, is what I'm saying. But no, no, but, okay, even if they okay. don't, they're still flashed. So you still have... So either you, you're going to have... Yeah. If they do, you have double advantage because they bought your fake and they're flashed or you, they don't and you still have an advantage because you flash them. Okay. But the, the, and, the, and the, the relies on your, you're relying on two abilities there. Sure. Is, is that a problem? Not, I not don't think it is necessarily, but like, that's just kind of expensive. I Sorry. How, how many, fast. how many, uh, headhunter shots do you use? Uh, that's actually a really good question. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're you're relying on eight abilities there, Cass. That's really expensive. Yeah, and also I'll say even even taking Chamber out of it. I mean, when you're playing Jet, Jet for, has a useful kit, 
but you're very often using a lot of spending a lot of money. I mean, it's pretty often for you to use both Cloudburst and Around, which um, you know makes sense. They're good smoke, abilities. smoke, and dash is two abilities. Uh, double updraft is two abilities. Uh, updraft and dash is two abilities, right? Like, there's a lot that yeah. you have to use in yeah. combination with each other to make them useful. Yeah, and what I'll even add on to that, I think Chase's point was excellent about the fact that, you know, the Yoru Flash is providing more utility in that scenario than that, just the Omen Fake Teleport. But here's the thing with both Omen and Yoru, except that Yoru is so much more flexible, uh, so Yoru is better, is that if, unless this is a match point, in which case you're screwed, if you try an Omen Fake Teleport for the first time and you notice they don't clear the angle you fake teleported to at all, assuming that they legitimately couldn't really hear the fact that you were fake TPing there, they just assumed that they just didn't think about the fact that you could have teleported there, then the next time you actually teleport there. You use that in your in your strategy, and you say, if they're not going to clear it, well, then I'm just going to do a really aggressive TP because they're not ready for it. They, they're not expecting it. But whether as Omen or Yoru, but the situations where you can do, do it as Omen are limited because of, obviously, mm. the much smaller range of his TP. Right. Have we convinced you, Cass? Have, have you changed your opinion at all or are you so hard set in this the yoru yeah. sucks that you don't believe it's gonna add any value i i i'm not saying it's not gonna add any value i'm just very weak, like wary that it's gonna add a significant amount like I, I after having seen the the changes that are coming to yoru and like i know a lot of people online are talking about how busted his ult's gonna be now which you know what granted maybe like, it might be really good, but on the other hand, Raze gets a fucking bazooka when she ults, so, like... Well, well Neon's ult is busted as fuck, so... Eh. I... I don't think Neon's ult is as busted as people make it out to be. Nah, it just requires no skill. It, it's fucking broken <laughs> yeah. in 1v1s. <laughs> 1v1 at close range, it's insane. Yeah, yeah but, uh, okay, but there are a lot yeah. of ults that are broken in 1v1s. Fucking Raze ult. Um... I don't know, there's Jet so... I, 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 I think it's, I think it's like, a little funny you bring up Raze ult, because that is easily in consideration i would say it's the strongest ult in the game <laughs> i mean it's it's definitely top three so you just say well well you know okay, i don't, well, I don't really know what the point is, is okay. if you bring that uh, ability up no okay yeah. like, no what i'm saying is people like i've seen a bunch of people complain online about how like oh your results gonna be way too strong like oh okay i see what you're OP, saying and i'm saying i don't think that's the case because raise you know? isn't op even though she has a great ult yeah it, okay, it, it's like i don't i don't see his and like again it's you get that what once every let's assume you're fragging out you get that once every what four rounds give yeah, or take you're fragging out sure if you're fragging mm -hmm. out like it, it, it's not like i don't think any one character's alt is like so over the top that like if they get it for one round it's going to be game breaking because again you only get it for one round and then you got to recharge it now if for example chamber or jet alt when you popped it your ult points got reset to zero, and then every kill you got counted towards your next ult. That would be ridiculous. that'd be insanely broken. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That'd be insanely broken. But no character has that, so mm -hmm. it, it's not like, um, like I, I don't think people complaining about his ult is like a a good take. Uh, fuck! Now I've lost my original. Wait, do do the kills you get with jet knives not count towards your next ult? Do not get oh, an, fuck no. an ult point for that. My ult is active until I have no knives left. Same with chamber. My ult is active until I have zero 
bullets left. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, you, you which is why as you couldn't yeah, get five kills see... with a with a chamber roll and then be almost at your next chamber. Yeah, roll. yeah, which is yeah. why you see people as as jet right click before they defuse if they clutch the round with their knives. Mm-hmm. Because then oh, you I get thought the it just looked cool. Because <laughs> it does look cool, <laughs> especially if you put them into a nearby body. You can do that to like to get the all point for your next round. Same with chamber at the end of rounds. So, like I'll unload my sniper bullets so that I can um get the defuse and get like an alt charge or whatever. I mean, I honestly haven't noticed this or paid attention, but I I'm assuming like I guess if I were to like brimolt and get three kills, those would not count toward my next brimolt. But I kind of thought they so. did. I think your alt is active until it ends. Yeah. So. For example, with Viper alt, when you pop your alt and it's on the ground, your alt is active until either you cancel it or you've left it for enough time for it to disappear. Wait, but and if you're Viper and you kill someone within your alt, does that count? No, because you d- your alt is any Any kills you get when your alt is active, you don't, don't yeah, count. Yeah, because your alt's charged. It can't give you more points. You've got max points. Oh, yeah, I think I, I think that's actually correct because yeah, you keep yeah. all the points until you your old. Your so where would keep, the other points be going? Yeah, you keep yeah. all your old points until it is done and over with. Yes. Mm. Okay. Okay. But now, we've answered Yoru, one yeah. question today. Yeah, yeah. We raised Yoru's a question alt, that we answered. And answered. answered. You yeah. <laughs> as and you come out of Yoru's alt, a la Superman. Um. Now those, those I count. think those kills would count. Those would count. I mean, they do. Yeah. I, I'm fairly confident of that from having played your. Yeah. Like 98 percent confident when I say mm-hmm. fairly. No, no, that that makes that makes total sense. Uh, no, I forgot what my original train of thought was. Um, I wasn't convinced, and I wasn't convinced until you brought up that. the UI. And then I was like, oh yeah, like you're literally full on alt points, but yeah. yeah. yeah that, was, that was a great point, Cass, because yeah. I was pretty confident that I agreed with you, but I couldn't think of exactly why I agreed with you until you mentioned mm. that. And yeah, that's that's true. Um, I don't know. I, I'm still unconvinced Guru's going to be like a good pick, and I really don't think he's going to see any pro play. Now, I'd be, I, I'd love to be proved wrong. I think having more agents in pro play is always better. Um, but I. I'm not convinced Euro's going to see a good amount of playtime. Well, yeah, and that, that's where I'm gonna, just going to go back on the fact that they know they need to rebalance the agents right now. Because Neon, Phoenix, and Yoru, I don't anticipate any of them will see any play if the, if the agent abilities remain the same as they are through the rest of uh, the first challengers. Yeah. Um, for the simple okay. <laughs> reason that there's not room for them. Sorry, we're just going to ignore the cat that is currently on Cass's desk. Because... <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It, it's Chase, like, I know how much you care about this being an audio podcast, so I wasn't going to say anything, but you had to go and bring it up. I, I did, I did, it, and I know that all of you folks at home cannot uh, cannot enjoy this wonderful cat that is currently in our view. Um, but I didn't even yes. know Cass had a cat, to be honest. Well, I don't have a cat. Our neighbors have a cat. Yeah, oh. no, the cat just comes over a lot. Yeah, I see. What a homie. What a real yeah. one. Yeah, but it, it oh, was very distracting, so I had I had to bring it up. <laughs> the cat will be the next guest on the podcast, by the way. Yeah, yeah. Um, what what does the cat mean? The cat's name is Leo, um, by the way. The cat's name is Leo. Um, Leo sounds lion-like Italian. In the game, right? What? There's nothing lion-like. Oh, no, 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 no. That's my keyboard. <laughs> I oh swear if this cat this fucks with all of Gas's settings. <laughs> oh my god. Holy shit. No, 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 no. Leo, you gotta get up. You gotta yeah. get up. <laughs> the, cat, the, cat, the cat literally just muted Cass. Yeah. 
Yeah, apparently oh, the other day goodness. it was on his keyboard and fucked with all his NVIDIA settings. That Oh my goodness. I, lo- I love how your voice cut out there, Cass, right as uh, the cat stepped on the keyboard. I don't you know. Not, he, I don't... he might still can be you guys good. Hear me still? Yeah, yeah, yeah no, you're you. good. You're good. Okay, okay. My, my computer just locked itself for a second and 50 programs just opened. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> well, kind of on that note, are we wrapping it up here? I, I think we are. Um, you guys wanna, you guys wanna maybe pop a game here and uh, see if Hunter's still got those Yoru skills. Yeah, we can see that. We might. I, I, I think Hunter might want to wait. Off Yoru. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm waiting. I'm keeping myself fresh. I'm gonna play some other agent. Today. Yeah, but we're gonna hop in some games like we said we're gonna be doing. Um, we're gonna yeah. hop into the the Drunk Val Discord chat here. So make sure you join that. Um, link is in the episode descriptions and on our Reddit, which is r slash drunk Valorant podcast. So go Indeed. join all that shit. Um, yeah, we will drink with you later. Yeah, uh, right before this ends, I know kind of Chase already said his catchphrase, but yeah, Hunter, it is going to suck now that the fact that you're playing another duelist instead of playing, I don't know, Flex. Yeah. We do, we just need Tony to play uh, Astro. Easy dubs. No, dude, they need to nerf Astro into the fucking ground. I'm done. With no, that. no, no. If Tony's playing them, oh. it needs a massive buff. No, no, that character needs to be out of. The I was game. thinking the same thing. I was thinking the same thing. I, I was would... like, Tony is not an overpowered Astro cast. I don't know what you're talking about. I would trade Chamber for Ashra. As in, like, if both of them got nixed from the game, I'd be okay with that. Got it. Got it. <laughs> okay, should we try this again? <laughs> Go for it. <laughs> Drink with you later. <laughs>